check, check, check. That looks good. All right, let's get stuck into it because we have a fuckload of topics to go. It's been a while. It's been a minute, but you could say we're back outside, boys. All right, let's op- let's open up my phone. Look how fucking wham my nose is of all the topics. All right, <laughs> music. Let's start with music. It's always a good place to start, an, an easy place to start. Yes. Um, welcome back, by the way. If uh, it's been a while, <laughs> you might have forgotten who we are. Uh, this is Don't Start a Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Aaron. And uh, yeah, we just sort of record our highly influential podcast for two to three hours it's a bit of nothing but facts 100 percent. so are we starting with the big one or if you've got any small ones okay maybe, maybe we should lead up to yeah 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 um yes i do so divisions album still haven't heard it <sighs> still haven't heard it <laughs> all i'll say is whilst they still aren't my personal favorite i think between their like what is this their fourth album Mm. and like fifth overall project there's a strong case that they're like the best on ovo i think there's a strong argument there i would say because what was the last album before this? If we're not, con- if we don't count if the, we count dollar, the sign. T- dollar sign, it was uh, "Amusing Her Feelings," which is the one with uh, had the Mac Miller feature on mm. there. No, wait, no, that was the Taiwan. one. Uh, it had uh, it had Party on there. It had um, who else was on that tape? Oh, it had like Popcorn on there. It had a couple. It was sort of it was where the one they that dropped were. in COVID. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. It dropped after Party Mobile. Right. It was sort of after hours, party mobile, and that all in a very small window of time. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, as I said, I, I, for me, party will still be my favorite. It, it take a lot for division to, yeah, I mean, take like, that from him. But I think if someone came up to me and was like, division are the best artists on, on OVO. OVO. Cause, I, I mean, mean Loki, even nineteen eighty five, is just a beat maker. I forgot how many like of Drake's hits he does. He, he does Hot produced. by Bling. He does. Um, I think he does. Hold on, we're going home. He does like a lot of like Drake's like big smash I- hits. <clears throat> iconic hits. Like where you're like, oh shit, I didn't even realize. Yeah, no, I think I think Division are they're like they're incredibly consistent. Like obviously, I haven't heard the newest mm. album, but I think they're like. I think they're very consistent. The, the only my only argument would be like for me, uh, like party three first three mixtapes. Yeah, like, yeah. I probably like the best tapes or projects put out under OVO. Yeah, by like any artist under OVO. As I said, for for me, party will all, probably always have that spot just for those three alone, mm. and that's if you don't include like colors and all of that. But and you have to. Also, I said, I think I think there's a strong argument. Yeah, I, I think there, there's there's an argument there, but also, do you like include their impact under OVOs yeah, in like yeah. features? Yeah, I get and collaborations because like if we're talking that, they're like party. No one touches party. Yeah, because I mean, just numbers wise, he's like I know the it's most. Like, yeah, although you could argue Magic gave Drake one of his biggest hits. 
they did. Because yeah. like none of Party's songs with with Drake, songs he's written for Drake are, but none of his songs with Drake are hits in the same way. Not as big, but like. As I said, I I I, th- I think there's an argument there where before I just don't think they had enough projects, but where this is like their fourth album, fifth overall project, I mm. think there's enough enough of a body of work there now. You can kind of debate it a bit more whereas before i'd be like come on man <laughs> so, so you was a fan yeah i'm a, I'm a fan I, I i do think it's probably weaker than the last album I think. the dollar sign collab no i'm, I'm not counting that just because that's a collab thing um amuse yeah i would say amuse just because it is a bit more varied in sound that was like how they were sort of playing around like they had a bit of um dance hall sounds in there mm. they had like straight up r&b stuff in there they had the more like trappy r&b I-, I liked how they sort of fused it a bit more whereas this is very much back to like r&b and the trappier r&b stuff that they were doing originally you know it- it's less of like an experiment mm-hmm. it's more like them trying to make their sound a bit more palatable you know, okay i would say okay um but yeah i still really enjoyed it you know division they don't miss really. They're just super yeah, no, consistent. They're consistent. Um, what else? Oh, Scissor dropped new yes. single. Well, new. <laughs> this fucking song. The song has been, been around for like last two. <laughs> I years. was gonna say, um, and announced her album. Yeah. Coming December with some solid visuals. Decent. Decent. she's got a good eye for uh, <laughs> cinematography. Symmetry. <laughs> yeah, 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 and like lighting. You know, mm. where she was on that beach. I don't know. But again, whose idea that was, but we spoke it into existence about her needing to drop. We did. So that's another one to the list. Oh, our, our, our influence is going crazy, you know. All I'm saying is the only social media we didn't make for the pod was Twitter, and that looks like it's going to explode any day now. So our influence. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Rihanna fucking drop, yes, which we yeah, did talk yeah. about as well. Um, so you can thank us for that if you like the song. If, you, if I saw some people were a bit underwhelmed by it, I thought it was good. Like I thought it was okay. Then I heard it in the context of the movie. I don't know if you. Have I haven't seen, seen that. Okay, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I like because it's like the closing credits song, and you know, it sort of is all a tribute to Bozeman. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll quickly mention Black Panther then if you've not seen it um considering i went in with like no expectations uh i was pleasantly surprised uh this is a i, I thought it was really good um okay because m- probably my most controversial mcu opinion is i think the first black panther is okay like it's cool i enjoy it mm. <laughs> you know i think the cast is really good uh but See, I really like Black Panther. Like, yeah, as I said, I, I as I said, it's probably my most controversial MCU opinion. Where mm. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Like, just in terms of like first movies in a in a franchise, as in like you know you got like Captain America one, Iron Man one. I f- I think like Black Panther like stands with most of them. I agree till the last third, then it like totally loses me when it's just like what is a big CGI. Yeah, and it's just like Black Panther fighting evil Black Panther. You, you know what I mean? It, to me, it just became like so standard MCU 
with like no like you know normally they fight an evil version of themselves at least normally they like look a bit more different whereas this was just, just literally like gold black yeah, panther yeah. like <laughs> except not even got he was still black panther but just with a bit of a gold accent yeah yeah do something cool like have killmonger not wear the mask or something. yeah you know, know what i mean and it becomes so like where they're fighting falling like a million miles yeah, like like the mine and yeah as i said it it i think it is a great cast and this movie really shows it because obviously there's no Bozeman to anchor the movie because mm. um, that when it started I was a bit like I don't know how I feel about this like because obviously you have to do something with it because he passed away and I was like is this kind of exploitative but it won me over over the course of the movie because um, I could when he died I could see both arguments of people being like don't recast and recast yeah i mean it's tough it's a tough one because like ha- where do you draw the line because there've been actors in a role mm. a ma- like 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 a superman yeah yeah exactly obviously um, I, I mean the best example is spider-man we just had a movie celebrating that like there were three spider-man actors in it yeah and i could see yeah. people's arguments saying how comes the one time we have like an african superhero that- we 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 just this one actor is the only person that can ever play here. Yeah. I, Which I think is is fair. As like, I said, I could see the side of it. I don't think I I think it would have been weird to recast. Yeah, because the to, MCU doesn't really do. It's only done that like what, yes, twice. Yeah, because I agree with you there. Because when it's been done in the past, it's usually when there's a reboot of a franchise yeah, that exactly. they recast. Whereas like if you're half. Well, you're not halfway. How many movies are we into, like the MCU, <laughs> and then suddenly it's just another dude pretending to be yeah, you know, to yeah. Charlotte. You can yeah, as, I, as I, I, said, I agree we, with that. Uh, people are like, well, we don't want a Hulk, but like that yeah, was a long time ago now. And, and same with circumstances. War Machine. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Edward although Norton. we are we are doing it with uh, Ross, aren't we? The Red Hulk. That's a good point. He dies, yes. and we're replacing yeah. him with Harrison that's, Ford, that's which point. is going to be fucking bizarre. But then, like Red Hulk, Harrison Ford. Yeah, my, my only thing is that is like He's he, he was always a minor role. character, and no one's like Agent Ross, yeah. <laughs> or not Agent Ross, General <laughs> Ross, or whatever the fuck he is now. And the MCU made him like knows. president just like or something. I think the Black Panther, like you know, what I mean? yeah, yeah, it's it like if uh... and Black Panther is more of a mantle anyway, so it's more okay to like pass it to new people. Like even within the context of the story, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The, the, the ending it got me a little bit uh, really choked up. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> I didn't expect to like feel things." <laughs> um, but yeah, I, to, to me as well, I think it sort of um, this is a good place for me to like jump off the MCU, where like I'll still watch some of the movies, but I don't think I'm gonna keep up Follow. anymore i mean i already haven't seen thor i haven't seen ms marvel i haven't seen much of she hulk like i've already kind of jumped off but this felt like a nice like closer mm. well, it was like a great movie that wraps up most of the loose threads from black panther one i was like cool um i can like step away <laughs> like satisfied. this is a good ending because obviously endgame was such a high that then everything else after it was a bit like oh i don't know about this yeah yeah <laughs> so this gave me a chance to be like no 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 mentally i'm sort of checking out oh if i hear like one of the movies is really good i'll give it a watch but i'm not gonna like run to the cinema to watch ant-man 3 <sighs> yeah or whatever I'm, I'm just i'm hearing a lot of weird things about that film though 
more like not weird but like Modox in it yeah but and it's it's like a weird version of it yeah I mean <laughs> it looks like the fucking terrible Avengers game did a better version of Modok than this film will yeah and like obviously Kang's gonna be in it yeah uh, like from the trailer he like have you seen the trailer uh yes on my phone when I wasn't really paying oh. attention you like see him as like the actual yeah he's design. like blue isn't yeah. He? yeah which kind of like I don't know I always say I'll never watch <laughs> I'll stop following it but they're just like easy As watches said, I'm, I'm just... still gonna check in but I'm not gonna like try and watch every movie anymore I, as I said I'd already kind of stopped but this like mentally gave me a chance to be like oh this is a nice light ending right you know what I mean um right and it just looks great I miss movies looking good especially Marvel movies mm. I mean kind of have they ever looked good I don't know <laughs> But like, I mean, yeah, good. Yeah. Like Ryan Coogler is a good director. You know what I mean? Like some of the stuff, some of it isn't. Like I think some of the underwater stuff is a bit murky. Which I, which I, I already saw people on Twitter being like, "Well, it's under the ocean. What do you expect?" But like, it's a fucking movie, man. It <laughs> yeah. can look how you want it to look. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, that, that, that's just sort of the brief thoughts without getting into any spoilers or anything uh, and oh oh yeah and the soundtrack in general uh, it's quite good mm. um, I really like that Thames cover of it's a Bob Marley song right that was in yes. the trailer yeah. that's great um, I think that's part of the reason that Rihanna song didn't really hit is it's like you already had a really nice ballad with a female <laughs> singer and that Rihanna song is written by Thames, so it sort of feels like a Thames song anyway. Um, so yeah, I sort of wondered, like, why not just use that? But, you know, Rihanna doing a thing is a big... I was going to say, just for, like, the the culture. Yeah, like. yeah. And, like, it's Black Panther, you know? I mean, like, the last one was Kendrick Lamar did most of the soundtrack, so... Which is surprising that he's not even on this one. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he'd at least have like a track. Yeah, this. like an interlude. Considering how like big an influence he mm. had on the first. This one. had a lot of Afro beats on it, which makes sense. Mm. I suppose. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's massive right now, like. Uh, yeah, Afro beats. I Just mean, Burner general... Boy is in there, and like is recognizably in the movie. Where yeah. I was like, oh shit, yeah. Burner Boy. <laughs> yeah, his track on the song is. Um, I've seen the clip of like where his song plays in the background. Oh yeah, yeah. It's when she's like doing something. Isn't like it? the flashback scene, it was something. Is it flashbacks. I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I remember when it was playing. I was like, "Oh shit, Burner Boy." Um. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of all. I, I, it, it, it wasn't as like noticeable a soundtrack as the first one. Mm. But I still enjoyed. I don't. The first one just has like such a vibe, like yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. where it had one person kind of shape. Obviously, he's mm. not like on every song, but it feels like he kind of executive produced shaped that soundtrack, and, and it worked. Like you know, when, like they're in the club, and then you hear um, is that one? Pray, pray oh, pray for me. me. Yeah, or, or it, the car chase with Ops. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah like it just, that. It worked. It had like a weird futuristic vibe. Like, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like Wakanda in general. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like, like emerging of hip hop and all these mm, other stuff. Like, it, mm. yeah. Um, as I said, I think the only thing that really edges this soundtrack as being slightly better is 
that it is more Afrobeats, which makes sense as Wakanda is in Africa. <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's like, oh shit, yeah. But obviously, when was that? 20... 2018 or seventeen? Seventeen. Might have been seventeen. Yeah, isn't it the year after Starboy? And damn, was yeah. it the year after damn? Yeah, and is damn twenty sixteen or seventeen? Damn. E- either way, Afrobeats hadn't like exploded like it has now. No. Then, right. like, it was sort of just starting that, like, worldwide. I mean, obviously, Afrobeats. It's, it's always been, been a thing, but yeah, yeah I like... mean, Wizkid just dropped his like what, like, it's. I think it's been a decade since his first song came out. I saw, and he's just dropped a new album. Like, he's fucking been around. I mean, and even Burner Boy. Boy has, yeah. yeah. Um. But obviously, they weren't like household names like they are now worldwide. Yeah. Obviously, in other places in the world, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you mm. know, certainly in Nigeria, you know, I'm not going to argue that. But, you know, where yeah, there's, there's the a movie was being made, it yeah. wasn't as mainstream as it is now, where like no, you'll definitely. put the radio on and hear like a new Whiz Kid or whatever. Um, yeah, I do need to see the film. I'm, yeah, as, as I said, I, re- I do recommend it. Like, because I went in with no, no expectations. When my parents said they were going, I was sort of like, in my brain, I was like, I could not go and like live with myself. <laughs> just because like, everything seemed so weird. As I said, number one, I'm already like, not super in love with the first movie. Yeah. And then like, Chadwick passing just kind of put this weird energy over the movie where it's like, well, it's going to be compromised anyway. Um,. How would you rank it in phase four? Oh, it's easily the best. Best film. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't fall apart at the end like Shang-Chi does. And it's a good movie, unlike every other phase four movie. <laughs> phase four has been a shambles. I, I, I was genuinely thinking, apart from Shang-Chi, I don't think I've liked a single movie in phase four. Uh, yeah, I've, I've there's been like aspects that I like and then they just like mm. ruin it. Like the, the, the best night. one was that fucking Werewolf by Night short film on Disney it, Plus. It, like it, genuine, I'm not it, being it like sarcastic was, there. Like, that um, was, yeah, it actually had like... Creativity. Yeah, it's like someone <laughs> came to Marvel with an idea of what they wanted to do and how they wanted it to look. And yeah, feel. it really felt like a throwback to like the early phases where it feels yeah. like a director came in and was like, I want to make a movie about this superhero. And, and it was like, different. Cool. Like, yeah, you know, the black and white gave it this really cool vibe and like how much of it was practical with like the suit. I love that mm. he's just a dude in like fur makeup. He's yeah. not some big CGI <laughs> fucking werewolf. But then it's you like know. they they even they drip feed you the good stuff because like it's just like an hour special. Yeah, exactly. Like, why not? Why, why not can't we get a show out? Yeah, why was that so, not one of the shows? Or why like it felt like the perfect first episode. That and Moon Knight should have flipped. Moon Knight should have been a short film, and Werewolf by Night because it, it literally felt like set up where it's like him and Man Thing could like go a new place every week and like meet another monster. That would be because like. It's an unpopular enough area of Marvel that you're not going to worry about. Well, well, this messes up the phases, though. Like, I had big plans for Jack Russell. Like, no yeah, no yeah. one did. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, no, Man-Thing. <laughs> not Man-Thing. <laughs> and I say that as a Man-Thing fan. Like, yeah. Um, I, lo- I fucking loved that show. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. it was great. Like, shockingly amazing i was a bit worried going in i was like is this just going to be like 
ho monsters we're a werewolf and stuff like you know what i mean but it it, it was like very sparse with the jokes mm. but still managed to feel it didn't feel like they had made the movie then kevin feige came over and was like that's in the mcu by the yeah. way yeah like, which is great like you can watch that and it's completely detached from the MCU I was going to say which, which used to be the appeal yeah it's like, like why can't this happen in this corner of the yeah. universe like, sh- sure by name it's MCU but you don't have to like tie everything in that's th- I, mean, I mean that seems what drove Edgar Wright away is it mm. apart from that one bizarre scene it feels like Ant-Man was supposed to be that where it's just sort of here's another guy in the universe and like a couple mentions yeah. of whatever or like guardians at the time when it dropped yes guardians that's, that's like the perfect, perfect example, example where yeah. it's you know it's it's not it's not really tied into anything do you know what i mean like yeah I know, like, like literally at all i don't think there's a reference mm. to the wider mcu obviously thanos is there yeah but it's but it's not at the time he wasn't in anything yes he was in the after credits scene exactly you typing in the comments <laughs> but he wasn't a character yet exactly exactly um you know it felt like james gunn was just like i want to use him a bit yeah. like I, I mean James Gunn seems a perfect example of that because I mean he did the same thing with Suicide Squad where mm, mm. it wasn't like DC was like we need a peacemaker show it felt like he had a story to tell yeah. and even though you know I'm, I said on a couple pods ago I was like it didn't really click with me like I like that it got made you yeah, know yeah. and I like that it's, it found an audience yeah um, it's, it's like when he was making Suicide Squad he was like inspired by the character yeah it's like oh you know what yeah Why don't we... clearly clicked with cena mm. whereas like i feel like they go in with like a massive whiteboard and they're like we need to make this film yeah i mean in the... three years time it's so like planned and structured the the, the big it's... one seems to be like fantastic four we don't have a director or anything mm. and but it's but like but we're making to one. be made yeah and it's like what yeah. why it's like, why can't you wait until someone comes to you with a story for that character? Yeah. With, and like a set, I don't know, passion. There's no passion. <laughs> uh, that, that's the big thing for me is like a lot of it just feels like they were like, we need this. Mm. Mm. I, and and I, 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 I mean, last time I saw you, I kind of said this. I don't know if you remember because we were both quite drunk at the time. <laughs> but in general, I'm just sort of done with a lot of comic adaptations anyway, just because it feels like the they don't care mm. none of these people have like read it and gone oh i have like an idea or pitch for this character or i really like this story and i want to adapt it it's just sort of like the branding it's you know what it feels like it's like the board goes we need for example we need a batman film mm. they hire a director blah 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 and then, like, the director reads the comic yeah yeah, what, yeah after yeah. like the script's been made although ironically that Batman movie is the one recent example that like defies what I'm saying where it felt like Matt Reeves was a Batman fan. Yeah, yeah. You know, to me it's it's like Moon Knight where the creators were talking about it and he's like I think Kevin Feige picked my pitch because it was so different. Everyone else was pitching like a gritty street level thing and I did something different with it. And it's like yes, they were adapting the character. You just made a new character. And it's so ironic because <laughs> Uh, if Moonlight dropped as like this gritty, dark superhero thing, it would be completely different to what the MCU's been like shitting out. Yeah. Which would have been a, like a positive point. Whereas like he's, who I don't even know who the director is. I can't Moonlight. remember who it was. But he's basically like gone. 
what we're up the point we're making. Let's make a Moon Knight film or show. And, and everyone's like, to... what's Moon Knight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, he's like Batman. And they go, oh, well, we don't want to do that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll stick him, we'll take him through the formula. <laughs> we'll make him a superhero, for, like we'll superpower. We'll make him a Marvel superhero. <laughs> He'll be jokey as well. Yeah. 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 But, and you had, like, Oscar Isaac. Like, yeah, that's the thing. the perfect like, actor. One of my favourite actors yeah. working and today. And he would have been perfect for, like, the bookie dark... The guy's like got split personality disorder. I was gonna say, and like, you make it funny. It's like, like the whole pitch <laughs> is, oh, it's, it's like if Batman had multiple personalities. That's what everyone says Moon Knight is, and he's not quite that anyway. But this was just like that alone. They were ah, multiple personalities got it, and it's like no, no, no. But there's more to it. Ah, don't worry, I got it. Yeah, I got, yeah. I, I know what he is. He's got super regenerative powers, right? He's yeah. Egyptian, and it's like, well, no, what no, the fuck? like. Just a pitch, you know when they're like, uh, what are they're in like the afterlife or whatever? What they're in like, um, yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. They're on the big ship with the the hippo, lady. the hippo god goddess. Like that should be dark. Bro, <laughs> you, you just had like a whole episode where he's like tripping out in a fake version of a mental ward. The whole and, point and, of Moon Knight normally is you don't even know if Conshu's real. And so immediately, that, that, that fucking series ended with a kaiju battle. That, yeah. like, broke me, where I was like, of all things that end with a big CGI kaiju battle, mm. why the fuck was it Moon Knight? The last character I would pick to end that one. Yeah. Werewolf yeah. by Night would make more sense if he fought a big monster. Like, Honestly. anything. Literally any of them. And it, it was just like, oh my god. We just had Shang-Chi that ended with a big CGI monster battle. Yeah. Fucking Black Widow that Fucking we went in shit. hoping it was going to be like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, cool, an espionage movie. I thought it was going to be like Winter Soldier. Which also does end with a big sky battle, but somehow felt less over the top. I don't know and that how. has a literal, like... <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't know how it managed that, but somehow... Yeah, yeah. Um, I just... Yeah, M- Moonlight... Because the thing is, I still like parts of Moonlight. Yeah, I, Overall, I, I, I like, don't... I was going to say, overall, like, I feel like... I was betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's just... It's, to me, it just encapsulates everything wrong with Phase Four. Yeah, I haven't seen Thor though, so maybe that it's, does as well. Like, uh, but every clip I see of that looks like an SNL sketch rather than an actual movie. So it is. It's just more of like Ragnarok. And like, don't get me wrong, no, I, I don't I'll, like Ragnarok. <laughs> same. Although that's I, my other, that's our other controversial Marvel opinion is we've never liked Ragnarok. No, no. I I never got why it was like. The best Thor yeah, movie. Oh like my one God, of the best MCU Yeah, they just molded him into like Every MCU other, yeah. Guardians. Like, could they literally yeah, put him boot, in the Guardians? Yeah, he's <laughs> bootleg Star Lord at that point. He's and just Star Lord, Star Lord, confident, an interesting uh, character. And Hench, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We're not. That's it. That's the last time we talked about the MCU, <laughs> apart from when Aaron watches Black Panther two, and we'll probably and they're going to like ruin Daredevil. I'm just putting it. On. <laughs> I'm speaking it into existence now. Spitting. It's probably spitting. It, I hate. Like... I hate to admit it. As I said, already seeing Deborah Ann Wall say she's not being approached made me go, "Oh no!" And him being like, like I'm not being really being... acro- CGI yeah. acrobatic. But I, for me, it's just like Karen like anchored that original show. Mm. Like she is like 
our eyes into that world. <laughs> eyes, he's blind. <laughs> um, she was though. She was like the balance of between Foggy and him. And she's the perfect example of doing something different from the comics and improving it. Like mm. Karen in that show is way more interesting than Karen in the comics ever is. Um, like Karen in that show is a, a three-dimensional character with like l- loads to do and you know her chemistry with Matt and Foggy is fantastic like but not in a like romantic but just in that I like seeing the three of them together like the ending of season three when they're finally all together and happy again is like so comforting you're like yeah, oh they're back the gang's back it feels like they went through like such a journey hell and you, you feel it say. you feel yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, and her interactions with King... Oh, my days. That scene where she, like, goes to his uh, apartment and mm. just, like, fuck it. It's like, I killed Wesley. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Season three. Fantastic. Uh, Goated. You can tell the budget was dying, but, like, damn. Sometimes what a show needs is no budget. I mean, I'm telling yeah, you. Especially Daredevil. After, like, season two went, like, over the top. Yeah, where it was... They, like, scaled it back, but... One of the best like seasons of television yeah i've ever watched i was gonna say like just kingpin in like a fucking skyscraper no one can yeah. touch him and matt just like has destroyed his life and think the great thing is because when they were like we're doing born again i was like but he, he's already ruined his life mm. like the born again is matt's life being dismantled by kingpin but like season three his life's already dismantled so i was like how are you going to make it worse? And I love that that's the point is Matt thinks like, my life's already shit. You can't ruin it more. And it's like, no, I'll fucking show you. I can destroy you. It like forces him to come out of like, yeah. You know, and like reclusive depression. Bullseye is fantastic. He, they he, they he don't bring great. him back. That's like such a missed opportunity. I'd love to see him in. Cause you know, the, the one criticism of all the Netflix stuff is like, they never do the costumes really. Yeah. But like, like it's not even like, it's more of like a picky thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I I get. I agree with you. Mm. Well, uh, apart season one, I think the costume is like terrible. Like the way they yeah, shoot sure. it and light it. Like the the daredevil, the daredevil suit, not the black, um, kind of the uh, man without fear outfit. Mm. That looks fantastic. That looks great. It, yeah, especially in season three. Yeah. Oh, when they give him the little white. The, the it's little so white simple, the, but the, the hands. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, with the ropes. Yeah, but. Yeah, so I was like, the one for her, at least in the MCU, the suits all look good. And then it was like, no, here's the Netflix suit, but dyed yellow. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah. It's literally the same suit, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, uh, I mean, they do fix the suit a lot in season two when they round it off a bit. Um, but, yeah, we... we it was a bit of a... Curve. Sidetrack we went on there. Um so yeah, no more MC. Oh wait, wait! Before we leave, did you see they've probably cancelled that animated Spider-Man show? Why though? Yeah, that's, <laughs> the I one that, thing but... I was fucking excited yeah, for is gone. Yeah. Why did they cancel it? Because <laughs> they're laying a load of people off, and the head of Disney's on record as saying like animation is like for babies, basically. But isn't that what like Disney was born? <laughs> oh yeah, but money. <laughs> like Disney, literally, Mickey Mouse is like a cartoon character. <laughs> And just like the biggest charting song ever in terms of like platinum, how many like platinum da da da's it has, is the song from Spider Verse, which is an animated movie. Influence. So who said this? The 
president of Disney. Yeah, yeah, head of but Disney. Like, he was basically like, we don't want, we want to make family films, but not animated because adults don't want to watch animated stuff because it's for babies. Basically, such, that is the biggest pile of cap. <laughs> like, <laughs> how many like great animated films did Lion you King? own Pixar? Wait, <laughs> you own Pixar. But how stupid is that? Like. Maybe this is why they're making all these shitty live-action remakes. Oh, yeah, 100% it is. I'm not being funny. The, why does that... That Lion King's existence is, like, an affront to God. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> what? They remade Lion King, like, shot for shot, but it, with, like, crap CGI. And, like, no emotion. And people, like, ate it up. It made, like, a billion dollars. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> but that's why they keep getting made. Yeah. You, yeah. you kind of have to blame us. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> the people are... <laughs> I will never lay eyes on that movie ever if I can help it. You will have to like strap me down in a torture chair and make <laughs> me watch that. Cause like, what? Why? Why would I never just watch the original? Yeah. Cause it's not even like, oh, they did something different. It's exactly the same. It is. Every scene just looks what like the long live the kid. The scene looks no like emotion. crap. There is no emotion in it. It's shocking. Oh. Um. All right, let, let's get let's get stuck into her loss then. Her loss. Oof. I just want to say, like, since we did our Drake ranking, two albums have spawned out of nowhere. Fucking <laughs> words. <laughs> Which you can see if you click the card over Aaron's head. Ben, put Ding. that in in editing. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, our influence, fucking The weekend. And Spotify doing a rank your top five weekend projects. So if you want to see our top five weekend projects, click the card <laughs> over Aaron's head. <laughs> because like I was like, our influence untouched. They 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 watched the pod and went, oh shit, we need to put that in Spotify. They saw my ranking and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> what what was he cooking? <laughs> Does he know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, so let's start with the rollout of this album because obviously that Jimmy Cook's music video dropped and it was like a fucking oh, oh no before this there were leaks on Reddit where I think it was Reddit it might have been a forum where someone that like reliably leaks Drake stuff yes like, he's yes. like proven was like there's an album coming on the 28th mm. and it's an album like it's not scary hours and everyone was like okay <laughs> and then Obviously, we got that announcement. That it's a collab album with Savage. Savage. It got delayed a week. And they did the one of the best rollouts I've seen in, like, yeah. recent It was years. great. And, like, the thing is, like, it wasn't majorly... Uh, what's the word? Like, you didn't see it everywhere, the rollout. It, it, they, too. like, did all the things that you would see everywhere, but didn't do them. Exactly. Like, the, the SNL or the... Uh, is it Vogue? Yeah, they did? they did Vogue, they did Colours, and mm. they did Tiny Desk. Tiny... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they did, like, a fake, like, s an interview as well, didn't they? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what point you watch? He's like, heavy top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he started talking about 21 being from the UK. Yeah, well. and Oh, God, and that fucking stirred up the fucking hornet's nest on Twitter. <laughs> Everyone being like, the best UK artist is this person. Not if like, oh, Savage was a UK artist, he would be in like the upper bracket. Upper bracket, yeah, but he wouldn't be the best. No, and but like he would be like just longevity wise. It's gotta be Skepta, right? 
I mean, yeah, I, I, longevity. <laughs> like purely, uh, a bit like I was talking about before about Jay Z. Just years put in. Like, who is it? Skepta and Giggs are the two like that are still like. And Wiley before he like tweaked. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, he's not still like Skepta when he drops. It's still like a thing. Yeah, I mean, he's bigger. He he like. I feel he's like Skepta. <laughs> no, no, like and like much bigger. Yeah. With like every drop, he's hmm. he's still getting like bigger and more recognition. Yeah. Give yeah. Dave a couple more albums and we'll we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, he could be. He has the fucking, potential. I, I I went to see Rema and he brought out Dave. No way. I fucking lost my sh- like. What like, did he do? He did uh, Lazarus and Location. Fair enough. And Beyond did the first verse of Lazarus. I was like, you didn't even <laughs> say it. Brought man back to life like <laughs> Lazarus. <laughs> um, but yeah, because because. He was, he was like, I'm bringing out the goat. And I thought he said from, because obviously Remmer's not from the UK. So I, I thought he was saying from where he's from. So I was like, who's he bringing out? Is he bringing out Whiskid or someone? Like, who's he bringing out? <laughs> and I missed him say from London. I thought he said he's bringing him out to London. And then fucking Dave appeared. And I was that's, like, oh, fuck, it's Dave. That's sick. Where was, where was it? Uh, Brixton. Brixton Academy. That's big. Yeah, man, Rema, I'm fucking. He did two nights. I've never seen women like lose it. Like uh, they were running. They were getting in the venue and running to the, to the like, front. Like, bro, oh, the, it, the front was already packed. He's not gonna see you, but he was. Sp- I've never seen it. I was like, damn, <laughs> the chokehold he had them in. <laughs> um, Dave could. He could. As I said, give him more out because obviously now at the moment he has two albums. But he's like, as as far as I'm concerned, he's two for two. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like, and like versatility quality. wise, there's not a lot of UK artists that are stepping to Dave. Mm. Where like he can just touch a, a, a like club banger, a like he knows how conscious to banger. Yeah. Like he can hit all sorts of different vibes and still have a sound. Mm. it's not just like quick chase that one charting song yeah like starlight was like massive and, and it was like, just like a lucy i was gonna say and, and like isn't like a banger in, in any sense yeah. like it doesn't make you want to like vibe or anything like it's just a good song um but yeah i agree savage would definitely be in the upper bracket yeah i'm not sure how much that's saying though <laughs> Because, like, UK, we have, like, great artists and, like, a, a lot, lot of mid. mid. <laughs> like, yeah. heavy mids. <laughs> yeah. It's because, like, it's it's our own fault. Because, like you say, I think we've said it before. It's just... The thing with UK is they, they... I feel like a lot of artists just follow trends. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. And I'm not saying, like, US artists don't do that. But there's a lot of more versatility. The US is just bigger at the end of the but, day. Yeah, which is, like, I guess, like, a... You can use that in like the defense of UK. Mm. It's like we haven't got, do you know what I mean? We're tiny yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to like US, but I don't know. Apart from like the upper bracket, once you like kind of feel down. Yeah, yeah. It's there's not as much. Yeah, definitely. It'll be like, oh, I like that one song by them, mm. and then you find mm. out every other song they've made since then sounds exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, so great rollout I thought. Um, for this project uh yeah let's yeah. get into it the, let the, me get the fucking the snl uh yeah with joints. um michael b michael jordan, b. jordan. <laughs> the most he's, relatable he's, album he's bouncing back <laughs> of all time why are you trying to get me to listen to taylor swift there we go her loss 
Okay, first. 21. <laughs> Can you do something for me? Why did everyone meme? I shit? don't get. That is like stuck in my head. Like, I'll. Like, the numbers from Black Ops. Like, I'll just be like going about my day and 21. Just, and I'll be ready to like, kill JFK. Like, <laughs> the thing I didn't get is why people took it. It's like. It gay. being that like, gay. Because <laughs> like, people are dumb. I thought it was like hard. I like, said like, thank you. <laughs> thank God. Like, in my head, he was like sitting there like pouring a drink. Like, yeah, I, I was going, he felt like cooked. Yeah, like, yeah, He was yeah, in the yeah. studio like, like. smoking like. Yeah. Sucked the pussy up for me. <laughs> like, come on, drop some bars for my pussy Do your thing, for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like, thought it was fucking hard and you know what it was it's cause like when the album dropped someone someone did like a, a parody where they were like being gay on the mic like 21 and then yeah, like yeah, everyone yeah, copied yeah. it yeah, so it like yeah. became a thing but yeah um, and then like and I haven't laughed at one of them. I'm sorry. I don't think no. they're... Fu- like, I don't get the joke. Like, what? Drake's sassy? Okay. Like, yeah. He's like, just laid, I don't know. laid up with 21. <laughs> yeah, like... Can you do something <laughs> for me? But, I mean, th- this is what Drake is, like, an expert at. Like, well, he becoming like, a meme. <laughs> he, like, posted the thing of him in bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He, know- he knows how to, like... Yeah, he sees yeah. you all calling him assassin. He's like, okay, here's me in a bonnet. But like, he is, do you know, he, he, he is. He's like, and this fucking album has already sold like fuck tons. And like, okay, because I I was like, did it sell more than What a Time to Be Alive? And I think it just edged it out. They were about the same. It sold more than What a Time to Be Alive. In the end, I think. Obviously, this does have more songs, so it has that going for it. But they were neck and neck, and I think it broke how much it was projected to sell. So I think it just overtook it. So yeah, Rich Flex, I thought was a hard opener. And then you find, are you (laughs) (laughs) And then that fucking beat switch. Oh! Yeah, yeah, the the beat switches on the whole album are like sick. There are like so many. Nah, then the, the, on major distribution. Major that, distribution. Like, nah, Jesus Christ. Like, and the one on Broke Boys. <laughs> Broke Boys is good, but fucking in this mansion. I'm a Cully Cully. Like, like, gee, I'm I was like, Cully. fuck. That, that bar, when that bar came on, I was in the car. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like laying in bed and I was I like sat up. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm a Cully Like, yeah. So just, just quickly, thoughts on the overall album. Like, how. I I'm I really enjoy it. I think um, it's much more of a Drake album than I expected, because obviously, what a time to be alive is sort of very future-y with Drake kind of stepping into that more trappy sound, whereas this feels like Savage adapting a bit more to yeah, Drake yeah, sound. Yeah, and just Savage isn't on I, this a lot. Yeah, did you see yeah, that percentage? Yeah. It was like he's on like thirty percent of the album or something. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I saw the argument, but, like, a few people were saying, like, oh, you know, Drake kind of just, like, sprinkled him a little bit. Until, mm. like, some... I mean, I've... I like that. I think it works, you know. Because Savage isn't a very versatile artist. He has his yeah, sound. Yeah, And like, I feel like, wh- and where he is on the songs, he, like, goes hard. Like, mm. Apart from that 21 bar. We... I don't know about that one. What? No, no idea. Because, because <laughs> I, I thought, that, anyway. I thought that was hard. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was a bit. Oh, that came on. I went. Mm. <laughs> that, double entendre. <laughs> like, <laughs> they know he's twenty one. They man. know he's. And, and, know and then the ad lib comes on. He's like twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The um, thing is, like twenty one's always 
in all of his music, he's always come out with like some questionable bars. But I Pussy. thought, yeah, <laughs> I thought on this he was like, yeah, I, 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 I think he utilized him well. Because yeah, I was yeah. a bit when I saw the number of songs, I was like, I like Twenty One. I'm not like I don't listen to Twenty One's albums particularly, so I was a bit like, okay, this is a lot. And then like I was surprised by how little he was just in here. Um, but like you said, I think he's utilized very. I well. think he works well. I I I didn't want it like what time to be alive. Where yeah, no, just because I just them going like back to back. Savage as much as Future for I, one. I just don't think it would have worked as well. Yeah, I mean Future's a very versatile artist as well. So him and Drake mm. work so well together. I yeah. mean, look at the difference between all of Drake and Future's hits. Like you have this year, you had Wait for You, mm. and then you also had uh, what's the other one? That has uh, I'm on one. Like, on look one, how yeah. different those two songs true, alone are. True, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that shows like just how. Well, like they couldn't make a um. What's the fucking Mexico? No, no. Mexico. Oh, um. I'm fighting with a room with. <laughs> used to this. Used to this. Like, Savage and Drake couldn't make a used yeah, to this. Yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like, uh, Future and Drake could make like a. Rich yeah. flex for science. Like, yeah, or spin about you. Yeah, yeah. Which whew, that I got feelings for you. Yeah. Oh, overall, man. you know what? I I, I, <laughs> I thought it was great. At yeah. First, I, I first listen, I was like, oh, it was okay. Mm. And then, like, I've listened to this album like over and over and over and over yeah, again. Like, yeah, it has a lot yeah. of replay value. You can't bullshit. And you can't go wrong with a uh, Daft Punk's awful. <laughs> Oh my day! That when it came on, I was like, and he did that thing. I know you love when Drake does it as well, where he like flows with the sample. He just does the. You know the head was great. One more time, gotta run the fade. Like I was like, okay, don't do romance. Yeah, like that. Who who did that beat? Because that was fucking insane. I was like, whoa. Um. I just wish it was longer. Boy Wonder. I wish Boy Wonder was... and Take Eve. Yeah. Ah, take Eve. Take Eve. Uh, the Travis feature, I thought, slapped. You didn't? No? I thought the beat switch was cold on that. You could have taken that feature off and I'd have lost nothing. Really? You didn't like it? Because it's just him doing that same damn song again. Why is Travis doing this? Where he does the same... I agree. It's... it's what's, the, what's the first song he did that where it's... With the trumpets and duh, 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 um, the fog song, yeah. Um, what's it called? <laughs> I can't. Is it hot? Hot, yeah, yeah. Why? Like, it's just that over and over again. I agree. I where agree. I'm just I like Travis. Thought. You don't need to keep doing this sound. But it I, reminds me of when Abel was just doing the Starboy duh, 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 the, the duh, beat on everything. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, bro, like, mm. why? <laughs> yeah, I, see I just find mean. it distracting because it's the only feature. And it feels a bit half-arsed. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, feature. to me. Like, it wasn't bad. It just, like, did did nothing for me. Where I was like, okay. Mm. Especially as I so like the first half of that. Like, the... When Drake gets in his they little... Say more money, more <laughs> no, when, when, when he's... Um... When he's, like, singing, rapping. Like, oh. on the verse. Not on the hook. Like, um... Spread it up in my sweezer. That bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I oh, It's just a great fucking album. Uh, 
What did you think of that Jumbotron shit popping song? Where it's basically a carty fuck influence. Especially the fuck where he's like, are two slabs? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, and also, I mean, he says die lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crony. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It felt, it, it felt like maybe he wanted to have one of them on there and, obviously thug, thug would have been perfect like yeah thug um i had they call him like 300 witnesses against him so we'll see we'll see if uh slime language drops ever again because fucking hell man that's hefty yeah um because there was the, uh, the what was the other one uh back outside boys as well felt a bit like boys. that Similar, yeah, I do like, like that track. Like Drake trying to sound voice. young. Yeah. I do. I, I, I like I, both those songs. That's a point I was going to make on the whole album. Where like this, this again, like it shows Drake is like he, he's very good at being current. Yes. Where he he knows like this is if you listen to this and then you listen to uh, views or more life even. Yeah. You or, can tell there's like it progresses with the music at the time. Or I was going to say if you're reading this. Yeah. yeah they're both kind yeah. of trap influence yeah but then look at the difference the difference in how traps that's so like heavily migos inspired and mm. future and this and that whereas yeah this is like fug carty obviously 21 is who he's collabing yeah, with yeah. like and like arguably 21 like he's like probably biggest than he's been especially now what in comparison to like to like a few years ago oh yeah definitely, you know what definitely. I mean? savage is like this is easily his best-selling project. It's a savage, project. and like he's he's utilized him well. Mm. Like, you know, Savage was on, yeah, because like you get like Savage Mode Two, like that was quite big when it dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like, gonna say, I feel like every Savage project has gotten bigger, mm. and then obviously this is him collaborating with on one of the biggest artists in the world. Yeah, and Drake's on Savage Mode Two. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Mr. Right now. That's it. Yeah, he used to date is it back in LA, <laughs> but she was fifteen. No, sixteen or something. Seventeen. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's no, I've seen Dark Knight, man. Or maybe I. <laughs> one or the other. Depends. The, the answer's like crucial to his taste. <laughs> no, man. I'm telling you, he took her to see Dark Knight, and Drake was sat there like, he he's one of them guys that like whispers like facts about the movie. He's like, oh, you know, Heath Ledger actually improvised this bit. <laughs> he locked himself in the hotel for ten days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Scissor was like probably sat there cooked, just like, oh no way. Yeah, like, trying to eat a bit out of it. Like, oh no way, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, actually, the thing Heath Ledger does with his lips is because his mouth's getting dry from the makeup, <laughs> and, and like, oh, which he actually applied himself, which is oh. why it's on his fingers. They did that for a morning. <laughs> Dre like, was definitely in there giving her the factory. Like Cillian Murphy, he was in the first one. Yeah. The, main, the main antagonist. <laughs> and they actually set up Joker at the end of the last movie. But Gotham looks different because they shot this one in Chicago. <laughs> uh, um, I guess it's fuck me. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate, that um, middle of the ocean. The mm. fucking... I'm glad we got like Drake f- just flowing on this. Yeah. And that yeah. fucking, when the piano comes in, like, ooh. The production on this as a whole is fucking fantastic. It's like, great. It's great. The sample on Spin Bout You, as obviously Soko yeah. Loco, um, all the beat switches on, on like, I feel like every other song has a beat switch. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. I, th- I think w- on my initial listen, what put me off a little bit was how much it sounded like CLB. But then I was like, I had the same thing with What A Time, where I was like, it felt like the B-sides of, if you're reading this, and DS2. So I was like, it makes sense that this collab album sounds a bit like the B-sides of CLB mixed with, you know, Savage Mode 2 or whatever. Like, And so I, second listen, I was a bit more forgiving of that, where I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, yeah, like I see. And he's doing some different stuff in here. He's sad on yeah, some songs, yeah. which I'm glad. That's my big complaint with CLB is why is he not sad? Damn, man, not <laughs> sad anymore. I guess it's fuck me. No, man, and that fucking, uh, what's it called? Hours in Silence. Yeah. I can't believe that song's six minutes long. A lot, um... Like, because it started and I was like, okay, because I saw the time. Like, I, I just happened to glance at my phone and I was like, okay, there's six minutes. And it got to what I thought was the hook where it's like, uh... What was it he says? Um, uh, just be- like right before the beat switch. I can't remember. And I was like, oh, this is kind of a weak hook. And then the beat switched and I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Acting just... like a bride to be. <laughs> I was like, okay. I had the same thing with Broke Boys though, where like the first half of the track, I was like, oh, this is all right. Mm. And then it's like, I can fuck with Broke Boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, even kind of major distribution where I was a bit like, okay, where where are you taking me with this one? And even Rich Flex before it hits like the proper beat switch Mm. where he's, you know, just doing the like harmonizing. You're a bit like, where is he going with this? And then he drops that P&D bar and I was like, (laughs) so we're in for a good time. (laughs) That bitch is waiting on us like we're P&D. Yeah, no, overall I thought it was great. Yeah, no, I um, um I really fuck with it. I, I also don't know why people complain about the album cover. Drake and 21 Savage make an album together and the cover's a stripper. What, what, <laughs> what were you expecting? <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it's what it is. Is like, his last few album covers have been, like, questionable. Whack, Whack. Yeah, shit. Let's be real, like... Because, like... Especially yeah. for the album, like... I still don't get why Honestly Nevermind has that cover. It's just like, do you know what I mean? It's no no effort, it seems. Yeah. Like you want... Drake used to have, like, some iconic album Yeah, covers. I mean, it's like in... Uh, I mean, even Care... I think Care Package is where it starts, because, like, what the fuck is that cover? Yeah, but you, you kind of get away with that, because it's like a... I don't know, it's a compilation. Yeah, but that's <laughs> where you think... Yeah. But then it's like, okay, Dark Lane has a cool cover. I don't mind like, Dark Lane, yeah. I like... I like I don't mind it. You would get away with that if the other ones were good. Yeah. But then, like, Loverboy was just... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking terrible. And honestly... to ever exist. Honestly, never mind. Looks like a tramp stamp, too. And just, like, lazy. Like, for the album, it's sort of like his fucking dance album. Like, you could have done so much. And even, like, as far back as, like, Scorpion was, like... I like Scorpion. I don't know. It's just... If it was a better album... I think it'd be more because it's like this is Aubrey's album. Yeah, you know what I mean? Here's yeah. him in the black and white with the signature. It's like he's had, he's had some great, like so far gone mm. his great album cover. Nothing was the same. Yeah, I mean, nothing was the same as like one of the most iconic. Yeah, yeah. Album co- I mean, I, I, although it's simple, if you're reading this, it's too late. Is it's great it's, for yeah, what it is. It's it's iconic. Views is iconic. But then it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean. I don't He's a bit hit on this because he. I, I mean, thank me later has kind of a weak cover compared to 
So Far Gone and Take Care, like what's sandwiched yeah. between like two of the best Drake covers. But, yeah. I mean, What a Time to Be Alive is just like some diamond dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't love the album cover for her loss. I'll be honest. Like, I like it for, for what it is. I think it's like the perfect vibe. Like it's a bit grimy. Mm. But you could have just done like them <laughs> sitting in a strip club. <laughs> yeah, you could have. Yeah, you like, could have done more, but I, 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 I like it. While I, <laughs> I think it fits. And I like the like kind of the flips they've done on it where they make it like bleached out or it's mm. like blue and that. Like, as I said, for me, it's exactly what I expected from the two of them. Yeah. Like an Atlanta stripper smiling with a grill. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> and a little uh, plaster on her face. Yeah. Would you? Absolutely. <laughs> I'll subscribe pretty. <laughs> give, give you some feedback on the next part. How did you feel about Drake uh, taking your political stance? Um, saying he would vote Tiana Trump. Cause I that was you're... a hard Because <laughs> I know you're... Uh, <laughs> I know you, you're, you're one of the earliest campaigners for her political... For, for rise and power. <laughs> rise and power. <laughs> I know you were one of the earliest people to draw the, that was a uh, cold stance to my attention. Who's the so. president? I never voted once. <laughs> Especially as he's Canadian. Like, what are you chatting about? Well, I love it how, like, he's just, like, basically, yeah, like, I don't vote. Like, I'm a non- It was <laughs> so hard. I rewound it because I missed it. I was like, did he just say he's going to vote Trump? Like, what? And then I was like, oh, this guy. It's so like corny, but I fucking love it. It's like <laughs> she should get on some merch. If she put her might, in the music like, video, put her in. The oh, music absolutely! Video. Come on, that's jokes. Her in some other videos too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, also, that feminist bar was fucking funny. Where it's like, I'll blow half a million on you, hoes. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a feminist. feminist. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. To me, this album felt the the most like Drake being influenced by Don't Cancel Us. I felt there was a lot of yay influence in terms of the like just out of out silly bars, yeah. like deliberately yeah. comedic bars. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw a lot of people like taking the piss out of him, per <laughs> where he's doing that on the ad libs. Like I was like, he knows what he's doing. I like, love it though. Like I same. I I would rather him because what Drake used to do is he tried. <laughs> He was like corny, but he's like, no, I'm not corny. Yeah. Whereas, like, now well, he's what like, because <laughs> now he's like, yeah, but I'm rich. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. I'll have <laughs> rich flags on you. Yeah. Like, 21. <laughs> I said, it feels like he was cooked on the, like, I, he, not, this is the same guy that said, say that you're a lesbian girl, me too. Like, yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. But it works better on this album. I don't know why. Like, uh, it's, it just feels like he's being less filtered. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as a whole, and like that, he came out with that quote. Where he's like, Twenty One Savage was like, "Say what you want to say." On yeah, this album. yeah, yeah. Which was um, because he's he even like sends shots at like Yay and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which I saw people criticizing him for, and I was like, I feel if anyone's able to criticize Yay, I think Drake as a Jewish man is probably allowed to send some shots. Yay, like you know what I mean, like. I did it for the mob ties. Uh, and even then, it was like, was was it like really a jab? It was more like yeah. Like, it's just sort of saying I don't fuck with him. Mm. Like I'm, I, it wasn't beef, but it's like I don't fuck with the guy. Which yeah. like of course he doesn't. Like, have like, we seen them together since that concert? Yeah, good point. And he's just like outright 
Fuck <laughs> Adidas. <laughs> I tell you what, I found interesting. I saw um, this thing of like Drake's most streamed and least streamed song from each album. I was shocked to find out on More Life the least streamed song is Glow. That is surprising. Yeah, like I that there was like ten other songs I'd have picked before that. I was like, really? And like on uh, if you're reading this, it's the New York song. Is it 5 p.m. Really? Yeah, that's like the least streamed song. That is the last song. Yeah, yeah. but like, still, I don't know if you're gonna replay a song from that album. I'm surprised. (laughs) Like, oh, you gotta love it. Oh, yeah. That's one of Drake's best AM/PM songs, which obviously he gives to Savage on this, which I didn't. Disappointed. Yeah, I was disappointed because when I saw the what is it 3 a.m. Yeah, 3 a.m. on Glenwood, which it feels like he's doing like. He did like a, technically a quadrilogy, but sort of a trilogy of like AM PM in somewhere. Now he's doing AM PM on. Because yeah, what what is it? Like? Last one was on Br- Bridal Path. Now it's on Glenwood, so it sort of feels like he's going rather than in a country. It's like on a very specific road or whatever, yeah. which is interesting. But yeah, I was a bit disappointed, like. Because those songs are so good. They're like some of his like best. Oh, rapping wise, rap easily. Yeah. Especially the first three. Yeah, I mean. Like 4 a.m. Well, technically, the first one's in Dallas, which oh, is the yeah, worst. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Um, is it 4 p.m. in Calabasas or 4 a.m.? P.m. P.m. And then 5 a.m. in Toronto. 5 a.m. in Toronto. And, and 6 p.m. in New in York? New York, yes. Which like, those all three, three are them. like, uh, <laughs> je ne sais quoi. <laughs> that it's like those and like some of Drake's like, I don't know, like, do not disturb. Type do not. Vibes, yeah, yeah. I, mean? I was gonna say the ones, the the like album closes. Yeah, which, which is, is sort of what middle of the ocean feels like, even though it's nowhere near the end. Mm. <laughs> Um, what is the closer of this album? I guess it's fuck guess me. You said fuck me. <laughs> I was like, cool. <laughs> so now what? I really like that song though. Um, yeah, I like I guess it's fuck me. It's like a nice little, I'm mm. sad again. And it's slower, change of pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice closer. You're closing it out. Because obviously the dance one we ended setting up this mm. R&B album next. It makes sense. Did like, a dance album. This is sort of a rap album. What is the time difference? Honestly, never mind. Was June and this is November. Five months. Two projects. I'll see you, see you for the next Drake album ranking when he's dropped six more <laughs> albums next year. Maybe, maybe a year on from our Drake album ranking, we should do like a follow-up topic where we rank whatever else he fucking has out. Yeah. But at the very least, these two in. They will have to be added somewhere. It, yeah, I'll be interested to see where they end up. Yeah, I suppose the big question is, do you think this is better than What a Time? I don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> Correct answer is no. I, I, I what really a Time like is what so time. focused, I think, is the it, advantage it has, because it's very short. Yeah. Because it's what, yeah. how many songs? 11. 11, whereas obviously this is 19, 16. I like what time to be like, because what we're saying about this album is even more true for this. Like, it's it's so 2015. Mm. Like, it's like a time capsule. And it's like the peak rap-wise of, like, Drake and Future. 
mm. like in that it's trap before sound. He, yeah, it's before Drake is like fully. Every album has to have like mainstream. Too. Yeah. I don't know. I need more time. Yeah, I was gonna it. say. Obviously, it is recent, but because right now my head's saying yes, but I know in like five months I'll be like, <laughs> what I time? Don't, I don't think it edges out. What time? Personally. You don't think? Nah, but I mean, as I said, I'm more. Bi- I'm I'm a big Future fan anyway, so mm. like already just a collab. I mean, I was saying to you when this wasn't out, I was like, I was kind of hoping he was gonna do that collab with Ross. But would. That would be like, yeah, yeah, like Cigar Drake. Yeah, <laughs> that, like, that's like Paranoid Mob Boss Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Churchill Down type yeah, of Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that on an album with Ross. Not a Jack Harlow. He got, he got like, <laughs> annihilated on that song. It's kind of sad. Honestly, it's depressing. <laughs> pull, pull 100,000 miles, uh, Grandpa will probably have a heart attack. So I'll pull 100,000 miles. Like, what? what? What are you oh. chatting about, bro? Come on, man. <laughs> like, Drake's on here. Whoops. And ch- he, he's rhyming, on, like, onomatopoeias on no, you. Like, for real. What? Some of the wordplay. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> You're here chatting about, like, nothing. <laughs> He no, he he like lemon pepper freestyled him. Yeah, like, that's it was, the thing. It was I, like harsh. Oh, yeah, I felt bad for him. I was gonna say because Ross on that is he's in it so little on lemon pepper. He just sort of gives you a nice intro. I like. I'm not. I'm not even because like, Ross was good on that. I, I mean, was gonna I say, mean like it's that level this, of Drake. It's like the flip. It's like if Drake had Ross's like amount of time where he has yeah. one verse and Jack Harlow's got a big chunk of the a, song and he's still. I think he's still got enough. And he re-recorded his verse. That's shocking. You should never do that. Like, or, or if you do, you've got to make it better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't... You can't be like, oh, wow, Drake's actually trying. I'm going to try. And it's still bad. Like, Yes. Exactly. <laughs> do a nav. Take it off your album. Yeah. yeah. At least, he, at least he was hard. honest about it. <laughs> at least he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm whack. Although Drake and Nav could make, could a, make a bang. I've, I've, they I've could been a big a champion of that. I mean, even, I don't like Jack Harlow. Why was it not like a first, you know, is it first? First Class is his big song, right? Yeah. The first Drake song. on a pop banger with harlow could be huge yeah because like one of his best songs is like the chris brown song jack harlow like i don't know i don't listen to it's just because that was like one of his hits mm. it's like you can't you can't be on like a, a laid-back beat trying to like bow oh, yeah like Drake, honestly like, unless you're like a ross type but like who mm. else does that style of like where you're laid, like you said laid-back cigar smoking <laughs> yeah like, like you can't be, there's jack not many harlow, people man. that can sort of because that is like drake's lane really I feel like mm. rap wise where he does like some of his best work yeah yeah so which is why I don't dress you... you when you don't own that's cold <laughs> that's cold no man <laughs> Drake on the but Drake on this album was on one I don't know what happened <laughs> eight words when I think about you is funny <laughs> when I think about you musty this is what I'm saying it felt very yay it felt very, like you but can't it, lie. You but can it see works him. More. But that's what I'm saying. That's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like it's because with yeah, you're used to like fucking him being serious and like yeah, you know, yeah. groundbreaking hip hop. Whereas Drake, he's kind of always been a bit corny. Yeah, like, whereas, that's his appeal. That's what made him like a relatable at first. Yeah, is it's like oh, he's rapping about like being sad. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. Yeah, man, uh, this this is really good, really good album. So I've thoroughly, uh, 
thoroughly enjoyed it. No, I did. I did. Need to need to check back in on it every now. I suppose favorite favorite tracks before we move on. Um, good question. I'll say, "Spin About You," "Owls in Silence" is a great back to back. Great, yeah. And I'll also I'll put major distribution. I'll put those as the top three for now. For now, but those can sort of flip around a lot. Just that beat switch, man. In this match, I'm, I'm a Carly Coke. I, I think I'd put major distribution as well. I'd put major distribution. Beat wise, Circo Loco is definitely on BS. Okay, yeah, I do like pop that the L around. <laughs> like I can live with trio. Oh. <laughs> Not feeling nothing. Oh wait. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so I'm saying, a lot of the songs sort of feel like they were just like chilling in the studio rather than like. But I like that. Put to, that that's There's what no I'm saying. I, I just, like it. Yeah. It feels very natural as a collab album where it's sort of like Drake was playing 21 like his mm. album, like the, the deluxe version of CLB. Yeah. 21 yeah. was like, oh, let me, let me get on that. Let me jump on that one, jump on that one. And then they just kept going. Like they were just smoking bear, drinking bear, and were like, oh, no, do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> listen to this fucking flip Boy Wonder did of Daft Punk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, What's the bar on on VS where he's like, I'll jump on a track and make it. Oh, that, that is for real. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah that was fucking fantastic. I've probably got major distribution on BS. I don't know. I do like, I guess it's fuck me. The, like depressing song. Yeah, in the yeah, back. yeah. As for me, the depressing song that takes it though is Owls and Silence. Owls and Silence. Like that fucking right. outro mm. bit. Well, it's not even outro. It's like ninety percent of the song. Honorable mention. It's not like one of the best songs, but again, the beat switch on Broke Boys. Yeah, I do. I just, like he could have done more with the beat switch. Mm. Like cause I feel like it's kind of short after that. But like, oh, you make me sick. <laughs> I would have swapped Travis for a cold feature on that song on any of the songs he would have worked well on Circle Loco because it's like the yeah me, 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 and, you know that. the what's the song he's on with Fug and Travis uh, London London me, it's, me, it's a very yeah, similar beat yeah I can beat. see that like, if he was on that flow on Circle Loco I can, honestly I could see him on mostly so, like even like Spin About You I could see him like in that sort of like Deja Vu style like mm. or it's a bit more lovey or yeah like Circle Loco um even Pussy and Millions. Yeah, to be fair, like, Cole can... He's very he versatile. Quite versatile. And, like, I, I just say Cole because he's done such good work with Savage recently. Yeah, and good like, point. Good point. Him and Drake clearly have quite a close working relationship now. Mm. It'd be nice for them to do a proper collab. Because, obviously, he remixed Pipe Down. Yeah, good which, point. Which yeah. he shouldn't have done. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I would track. <laughs> no, because that's, like, one of the best songs on CLB. And like, it's just not the kind, I don't know. It's not the kind of beat I want to hear Cole on. I want to hear Cole on a more relaxed. Yeah. Like he should have done like uh, on Bridal Path or even the one that has Ross and Wayne on. I'd like to hear him on that beat. What's even You um, Only Live Twice. The uh, Hove song on Love Oh, Love Oh, yeah, absolutely. He worked perfectly on that. Yeah, fucking hell. Mm-hmm. But he's, he is working on an album, I saw. I'm ready, because... Oh, I don't know Cole. about that. I don't know. I'm kind of over <laughs> Cole albums at this point. I'll give it a listen, but... But I know he's got he's got, he's got got another banger in there. 
Of album course. Wise. I just hope he's not trying to like compete. Just do your thing, man. You're yeah, you're yeah. a legend. Yeah. Like, come on, yeah. you're J. Cole. Jermaine Cole. Yeah, because like <laughs> you know that mean where it's like J. Cole. J. Cole. Jermaine, Jermaine Cole. Cole. <laughs> like that guy. Where is that guy? <laughs> the guy that gets that reaction out of me. Ah. Uh, yeah, you're right. As I said, I just feel like KOD onwards, something's mm. gone awry. <laughs> um yeah, he hasn't had like because you had like two of the like arguably yeah like great two and like even great then, great Born Sinner's a great album as yeah, well yeah yeah like, I, I wouldn't put it as, as a masterpiece like those two but I think mm. it is a great album but you, and like it's just Cole's sound that mm. it, when I think J Cole I think of those albums yeah you know Gen- what I mean Genuinely, like yeah. Forest Hills Drive that sound I don't think of the more trappy influence no, on him. Man. My thing is, like, if you dropped Forest Hills Drive today, it would still be so fresh. Timeless. Yeah. Arguably one of the best, like, hip-hop albums of the 2010s. Mm. But funnily enough, like, people... (laughs) I don't know why, but, like, recently, it's, like, dropped out of, like, all the conversations I see Mm. of, like, great hip-hop albums. I think it's because Cole recently, his output has just been kind of meh. It's not Mm. been bad. It's just been kind of mid. Genuinely mid. Like, perfect use of the word mid. Just, like, fine. Yeah, it's not been bad. It's not been shit. It's not yeah, been great. It's it's, it's just no, yeah. It's not been like some of the best music he's put out. It's like if you compare like back to back, you get Forest Hills Drive and you get For Your Eyes Only, mm. and then like compare the two back to back, KOD Off Season. Like there's it's night and day. Like yeah, yeah. The difference in quality. Yeah. But then like it's like in that era you get the feature run, which like everyone acknowledges yeah, is like thing. one of the best feature runs. Where on every song he's on, it's just like banger, banger, great. Like he, verse, see, verse, he verse. should he should have been uh, on that bullshit. He should have been on there mm-hmm. <laughs> saying, "I jump on your song." <laughs> like <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, I'd I'd have liked to hear him somewhere on here, just because him and Drake isn't something we hear often at all. True, you know, we have what two songs of them together, right? Jodeci and uh, in the morning. Yeah, That's yeah, it. just yeah. So it'd be nice to hear some modern them together. As I said, as it, as he's done so much with Savage, like a lot was fantastic. Like I want to hear him with Drake again. Yeah, it's weird because that's two projects. Oh no! Well, honestly, never mind. I had Savage, didn't it? Mm. But that's two projects with not a lot of features. Mm. Considering Drake is like the feature guy, where normally his albums are loaded with like, I mean, just look at CLB. Mm. But then I guess these two aren't albums, are they? Maybe that's. Mm. Well, and you could argue like it. It is loaded with features, like it's a collab album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Interesting. Wonder where he will go from here. Um, bah, bah, bah. what other music? Oh, our influence. Let's hear. We it. won. <laughs> <laughs> like, I won. I won. <laughs> Wireless has gone back to one weekend. I noticed, and it's at Finsbury this year. Yeah, it's about time. It's about damn time. <laughs> Why did they try? You're sh- welcome. 
Well, unless you're from Crystal Palace, in which case, hold this L. Or Birmingham. <laughs> hold this L. They saw us make that video. And they were like, you know what? <laughs> they are like, they're spitting facts. I'm glad, I'm glad. Because that's wireless, man. Wireless is like Finsbury, the London festival. Like. We don't... And like Finsbury. Like, yeah. That's just where it is. Like, behave. <laughs> that's interesting. I wonder who... The lineup better be good then. I hope so. Like, yeah, just give me give me Drake and 21 Savage. Yeah. When is Drake going to tour? Because they talked about it in that fake interview, didn't they? Where they were like, he was like, that O2 tour oh, needs coming. to happen. <laughs> yeah. When will he tour? His last tour was... Scorpion. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, and he's on about doing OVO Fest worldwide. Like, I don't know what's going on with that man. I think like the thing years. is, he's so big, he needs to do a stadium tour, but for whatever reason, doesn't want to. But I think he'd still do the O2. Yeah. I mean, yeah, from what he's saying. But it's like, how many fucking dates is he going to do then? Well, last like, time he did like 12. Yeah. So like, I guess that again. <laughs> oh, no, more, technically. It's probably... Because each tour, you go get bigger, right? Do like... And do, if it's with Savage. He should do like f- five or six at O2, then do like one Wembley show or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Also, um... I would, I would like a future tour for that album. I don't know where he's been. Future Why, the O2, no one is touring though. It's, it feels like all the people that are dropping albums just like, aren't touring. Yeah. Still. Division are. So I will see you there in February. <laughs> That's, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It feels a bit, uh, a bit weak. Also, I had a weird thing thing in a weird email where i follow is it bands in town whatever they're called where they like email you when artists announce shows in your area and they were like scissors doing a show next like summer in finsbury park and it was a wireless weekend so i was like did they accidentally leak that scissors doing wireless again probably or is it like a glitch where she did it last year (laughs) she's dropping an album in december makes sense I will be there this time. I missed out last time. I will not. I will She's not finally dropping an album now. Finally. And singles are banged, so we'll see. Should be. If they're even all on there. I, I wonder what will be on there, though. Because she's talking like time ago. Bloodstain is like... Oh, sorry. What's it called? Is it called T-shirt? Shirt? T-shirt. Shirt or T-shirt? Shirt? I think it's called Shirt. T-shirt's the Migos song. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> I think it's called Shirt. Like... She's talking like this is the start of a new era. And I was like, well, what were the other songs? Are they just Lucy's? I guess, yeah, because Good good Days... I Hate You was definitely a Lucy. Good Days that, was fucking... That and Good Days. During the apocalypse, wasn't it? Wasn't that Both 2020? Both of them were, weren't they? Which? Good Days. I swear Good Days was like... Oh, yeah, and there was Hit Different before that. <laughs> oh, Hit Different was bangers. All three of them were bangers. That's like. She's dropped nothing but bangers. <laughs> so, uh, Sister can't miss. <laughs> and Shirt is like a... if i hadn't already heard it like sixty thousand times over the last two years i would still be listening to it so that must be on the album that's like the lead single right yeah 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 so that is definitely on the album and i read a little bit of that was it rolling stone did the announcement um sounds interesting it sounds like an eclectic album apparently she's got like kind of a rock influence song on there like She's got a Doja Cat remix. I think it is off shirt on there. So it's like interesting. We'll see. We'll see. Um, 
music wise is there anything else you want to chuck in um i feel like more music did drop that we're missing where's release radar (laughs) (laughs) i said wiz could dropped an album i've only heard like the two singles though so i can't really speak on it um Pharrell and Travis drops or something. I haven't heard it yet. yet. Uh, Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I think we got it. The only thing. Ten years of trilogy. Oh yeah. Okay. Just as like a throwback to that pod. (laughs) Yeah. 10 like years the, no, <laughs> <laughs> too much effort yeah nah I put it in there once I'm not putting it in again um 10 years man 10 years I'm old yeah Bye. old and washed 10 years since that yeah and it's... 6 years since Free Black as well I saw yesterday when we were 6 years since Starboy oh shit yeah Six years since we last saw him live. <laughs> uh, again, when, where are the... That, there's no... Because I was like, you just did a tour. Where is the rest of the world? Because that tour is done now. Yeah, it? yeah, fully done. So, like, Abel, drop us. Because, like, Dawn FM's nearly a year old. Fuck. Which tells me, like... What uh, What do you think your Spotify rap's going to be? Do you think it's going to be... Uh... It would just be, like, Dawn <laughs> FM. So, so you think so? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I think Drake will sneak in there. Yeah, but yeah. Jo- joking aside, like it'll, it'll be like that. It'll be like honestly, never mind. Probably be in there. That's what I'm saying. That will sneak in there because we liked that album. Dun dun dun. <laughs> like, no, I still listen to it. I, I think. It's I was gonna say. Good. I think it's fantastic. Um, what else dropped this year? It's uh, November. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> telling you, Spotify Wrapped is like around the corner. That's why you said it. Yeah. I think anniversary Bryson Tiller will sneak in there a bit. Oh, okay. I've been you liking really that like album. That album yeah. You? I come around a lot on that. I was not that say, it I really like it, year. but yeah, I mean, it could be music from any year. Um. Well, Saint John maybe. I've been like back oh, on yeah. Ghetto Lenny's lately. That is a. F- I don't know what happened for that album, but I hope. Like he went insane. Yeah, like, what a, he was in his lightning bag. in a bottle with that one. That <laughs> yeah, fantastic. I like I like both his other projects, but that one was fucking immense. Like every song on there is like a banger. Genuinely, yeah. probably the most hate using the word underrated album I've heard in the past like five years. Like nobody yeah, talks about for it. real. It's like free black mm. level. Yeah, yeah, you know where I mean? it's like a banger, <laughs> like mm. fantastic end to end not a miss we've had some great albums we need to do our like a pod on like the top yeah 10 albums of the year yeah well and definitely like a wrap up overall on like some stuff we didn't talk about or missed mm. um i mean when the spotify rap drop will probably be a good time to go through it synergy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the algorithm get in the algorithm um yeah i think uh i'll be interested to see what's in there because my Spotify wrapped is always a chaotic mess. Yeah, so. so. <laughs> um, no, we got a lot of good music this yeah, year. Yeah, I was going to say, we've been very lucky with music this year. You know. Just not a lot of tours. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's, um, I don't know what's been going on. Well, COVID. <laughs> I know, but it's, 
like are we not I think there's just it? a backlog I'd imagine I guess it's hard to book in like lots yeah, of true, places true. so people kind of doing especially I guess pieces. especially with like weekend who is mm. doing like a stadium tour that's the thing like, to book out uh yeah, it would be harder to book out like massive venues, I guess. Yeah, for sure. All right. I guess that wraps up music. Yes. Should we shift to uh Oh, obviously we kind of talked about movies a little bit, but we should give a little bit of closure for the audience on uh our thoughts on Halloween ends, I suppose, where we saw oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh terrible. <sighs> yeah. I think that's the thing I found so interesting is like how similar this trilogy went to a little bit to the Star Wars sequel trilogy, but especially to the Jurassic World trilogy, where it's like you get the first one. It's basically a remake of the original movie, but it's the sequel and is generally success- like very successful. Yeah, like liked enough. Critically a bit mixed, but overall I would say more people like that movie than don't. Warrants a sequel. Then right. you get the sequel that does a big, wild swing. And, like, hits for some people, misses for others. I think, like, in terms of hits, it's like, Last Jedi was most successful. Then Jurassic World 2 was a more mixed to negative. Mixed, but not as... And then Halloween Kills was, like, mainly negative. With, like, a few yeah. people being like, I like the movie. And then you get the third part, which just like feels like they all kind of <laughs> take the same route, <laughs> where they just ignore the other two movies, kind of remake the first one again, mm-hmm. as though the first movie of the new trilogy didn't already do that, which is already weird because they're supposed to be sequels to the original. So you're like, what was the point? <laughs> and yeah, just go in a totally new direction, and like. I generally recognise as being some of the worst movies in the franchise. <laughs> Easily. I know this one does have its fans because it does try something different. It does, but it, it doesn't even commit to mm. what it tries differently. Because I've already seen the people defend, you just don't like this movie because it tries something different. And it's like, no, I don't like this movie because it's bad. It's yeah. badly written. It's badly acted. It's badly shot. <laughs> It has the funniest ending to a horror movie I've seen in years. Like, maybe in my life. It was... Nah. It was, it was ridiculous. I don't know. Like, my thing was... We were laughing. Yeah. We were literally was, laughing in the cinema. My thing is, the argument that... It, I, I get the argument of it tried something different. But, like, it... Doesn't mean it was good. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I... You can't fully use that to defend the film because it doesn't commit to that. Yeah. It like falls it immediately falls back into like a cliche of like, Are oh, you it's a Jew? <laughs> like yeah. he's not the real villain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're gonna kill him early. It's like Especially as it was the last one, I don't know why they didn't commit to it. Like it's, it's over anyway. That this is your last part of the trilogy. This is the last Halloween movie that will ever come out ever. Definitely will never make a reboot, a sequel, uh <laughs> Requel, a prequel, uh, not, a reboot, none of reboot, that. A 20th anniversary. That's it. This is it. Halloween ends because everyone, for some reason, chose to believe it this time. I don't know why. But then my my thing is now like they've used every excuse of a reboot. 
because it's like they tried making sequel after sequel after sequel and then with this one they were like none of them sequels are canon yeah but then it's like all these sequels are shit so, yeah so, so the gonna... next one will be like and Jamie Lee Curtis will be even older <laughs> and she'll be like nothing is canon apart from the first one again like yeah because <laughs> they've already done a full on remake before so without Jamie Lee Curtis yeah like re- remade it from scratch the first movie doesn't exist this is a new like Rob Zombie already did that like everything you can do with this franchise is done so they who will, knows they will do it the quest Michael Myers in the quest for more money yeah <laughs> <laughs> stabbing the money bags <laughs> although I fucking influence again they announced a fucking Friday the 13th show did they I yeah didn't see uh, it, and you know who's doing it Brian Fuller Hannibal wow he's doing like a prequel which was the only thing that made me go prequel how has it been we just know it's a prequel to the original but I don't know what that means is it like Bates Motel where it's a prequel or even like Hannibal where it's a prequel but like not really but give me like a booky psychological drama about Mm. how like Jason is scarred by his yeah (laughs) I don't know yeah and that that could be cool just make Bates Motel (laughs) yeah but like (laughs) which I haven't I've only seen the first season of which I hear gets better it does get quite good I never finished it though ah never finished because I was going to ask I hear hear they just like remake Psycho in like the latest season they do in the last season I think that's cool but I never finished it it is quite good though Mm. as I said season one there was like greatness in there is just mixed with a load of plots i was like mm. i do not give a shit about these people growing marijuana like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck are we doing here <laughs> all right came it... into the norman bates prequel for real they made it like a um daytime television yeah it's like it's riverdale ish yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It... but they do like get rid of that okay it like becomes about just him being a weirdo <laughs> okay I'll, I'll maybe need to give it another go a bit like how hannibal starts as like a serial killer of the episode hannibal kind of starts like a date not yeah. as heavy yeah. but it's like you know every week is a new yeah it's a procedural and yeah. it's not till the end of season one you really move away and then season two like halfway through totally drops that and just becomes like let's catch Hannibal so yeah I'm excited A24 are producing it that's interesting I didn't see this yeah is this yeah. real like, yeah this is like real like, I was reading it I couldn't believe it was real um I need to Google this. Brian, yeah, Brian Fuller said they have the rights to all of Friday the 13th, which surprised Interesting. me. Isn't there like beef? such a big legal dispute. <laughs> they have the Apparently rights. he can use like Jason, like real, not just baby deformed head Jason, like Jason with the hockey mask. That's big. Hannibal, like the guy that did Hannibal is doing yeah. the Friday the 13th thing. A prequel to the original movie. But this one says... Friday the 13th reboot series can't use Jason oh let's so it is just baby I'm so so confused man as I said I thought they would only be able to use the first movie so apparently the rights are split between two people one who owns the first movie and another who owns the sequels yeah which I thought that's how it was means one person owns Jason one person doesn't well, one person owns Jason, the kid in the water. Which is in number one. one. In number one, Jason is a ghost baby in the water with a deformed head. That Which, Jason they own. It's not till the sequel. prequel then. Yeah, yeah. And it'll mainly be about his mum, presumably. But Brian Fuller's quite... 
Because remember, in the original, he doesn't have right in Hannibal, as in he doesn't have the rights to like Silence of the Lambs at all, and he still found a lot of ways that like around that. But he did have Red Dragon. Yes, and I mean here he has the first movie, so I wonder if he'll like try and find a way. Oh yeah, because they never do Silence of the Lambs, but yeah, they, like... they do a lot. I mean, they literally find like an FBI agent like trapped in a well. Yeah, <laughs> in one of the episodes. And they like literally do Red Dragon from like, yeah, start yeah. to finish. So, I'm intrigued. But th- then, is it set in like the 30s or the no the 50s? It start the original starts in the 50s. So is it set in the 50s? Is it a period piece? Unless it's like a it is literally um, like Hannibal, where or, it's like a reboot, or it's like uh, literally like Bates Motel, yeah. where it's, it's a prequel but it's set in modern day. Yeah, and like, eventually he'll just remake the first Friday the 13th movie. But this says it will take point before the first movie, which yeah, tells that's... me it would be the 50s. But is that just them saying it's a prequel and it's like Hannibal and Bates Motel, where it's not really a prequel? Like sort of its own alternate universe thing that starts as a prequel. I'm intrigued. Um, if it is just about his mum, like, <laughs> neglecting her child. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> yeah, and slowly losing her mind. That could be interesting. Because, yeah. like... But um, also, like... There's that animal part of your brain that's like, I just want to see Jason Voorhees stab people, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. But like, uh, we'll see. It's a rights issue anyway, so. I wonder, because that Brian Fuller interview, he was clearly joking, because he was like, yeah, we're going to do 10 seasons, and in the 10th season, he'll go to space. <laughs> so I assume he was taking the piss then when he said we have... An expanded prequel. Oh, okay. So that sounds like Hannibal and Bates Motel, then. A24. Interesting studio to pair with. Yeah, because what have they done? Uh, Hereditary. Midsummer. Yeah, they do all the uh, good. <laughs> yeah, all the good <laughs> horror movies that come out. These- <laughs> oh, I have a fun story. So, I was uh, in a situation where I had uh, three quarters of uh, an edible and was like, let's watch a movie. Hmm. And I put on the movie I chose was a movie I haven't seen before. It's a little movie we just mentioned called Midsummer. When was this? This was like uh, October because I was in a horror movie mood. I was like, oh, I haven't seen Midsummer. Let's give it a go. <laughs> Off three quarters of an edible. That must have been the weirdest shit. Yeah, because it, it was small enough that it didn't like hit me. I wasn't like groggy. It just like made me feel like I was in the movie, and if there's a movie you don't really want to feel like you're in. Wait, what was this? Midsummer that or Hereditary? Mid- Midsummer. Midsummer. Okay, yeah. Interesting <laughs> movie to feel like you're inside of. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I thought the movie was okay. I prefer Hereditary. Same. Um, it's a lot more of a slow burner. Yeah, and just like isn't really scary. It's just kind of weird. But like really it's scary weird. when you're uh, edible inside of the movie. Let me tell you that. Like when the <laughs> mate, when they were like screaming, I felt like I was there with. I felt like I was well, like, with Florence. I felt like I was Florence Pugh. Ritual. <laughs> yeah, and she's like crying, and they're all like, ah. <laughs> like I felt oh, like mate, it's so I weird. was there. It's so weird. It's such a weird film. Like, they're like what? They, they're like throwing salt on him. Or yeah, the, the like only, spices. The the <laughs> only bit that like really fucked me up was the opening. Like, it's just so dark and. What's weird. the opening when he like jumps off the cliff? 
Oh no no no! Where where um her sister like kills herself oh, and her parents. Uh, yeah. And it's just such fucked up imagery where she has like the pipe in her mouth. I was like, what the fuck? I was ready for like Hereditary two at that point. I was yeah. like, this is gonna be a fucked up movie. And then like, it wasn't really like it was weird but it wasn't like hereditary is like so fucked up there's so Mm. many like scary scenes one after the other it just like fries your brain whereas this is more just like here's some weird shit yeah 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 no it's not scary in the same way yeah i i can see why someone would find it scary but yeah for me i wasn't really outside of feeling like i was trapped in there with them like when Florence Pugh has that scene where she's having like the bad trip I was like I'm right there with you I was like I've got you Florence same <laughs> I'm in here this is a weird place isn't it <laughs> that is a weird no because oh. don't recommend it yeah as far as movies to feel like you're inside of although it, there could have been worse ones if you actually watched Hereditary, Hereditary yeah but like, I'd already seen it so I reckon I'd have been more alright but f- off the first rip or because fuck that like, like when, when naked dudes chase uh, her or like, when she's in the duh, don't. and then he's like in the loft and then he like the, the ending of that film is like fucking <laughs> scarred yeah, into my brain yeah, where yeah. he like jumps I've only seen that movie once and yeah same. and then he like floats up into mm. the loft and then it's just into the treehouse thing yeah yeah yeah. and they're just all chilling there. just that yeah when she gets in the back of the car or not where she's in the car and she thinks she hears her go in the back nah or that scene where she flicks off the lights and just the grandma's there like smiling spooky man what a weird film Speaking of smiling, <laughs> oh yeah, smile. I hate that you convinced me to watch this. Movie. You didn't like it. I, it. I thought it was decent. Smile is the first horror movie I've seen in a while that has no original bones in its body. It's like pure assemblage of every horror movie of the past, like from it follows onwards i hear it because like i remember i said to you it's like mm. basically it follows but i don't know like oh, I, I thought it was like okay i was like, bored really the only scene i liked was the scene they ripped off from hereditary where she flicks off the light and the thing was oh, just yeah. there smiling Boogie. i was like oh and then i was like wait that was in hereditary and then the scene moved on <laughs> i was like literally that where she flicks off the light and sees the grandma smile it like i was like wait that's the same scene i think what it was with me is like everything about the title and like the trailers it was like it was like one of them shitty it looked like one of them shitty horrors you'd see on netflix it looked like a bl- an old blumhouse movie yeah where it's like so bland and like and then like, so i, I was right no but like in a different way like you know, you know when we were talking about like oh, that new Exorcist film. I, I will say that there were less. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it felt like it was gonna. It be... It wasn't dog shit. It was just boring for me and unoriginal. Was my main thing is I was just like I've seen this mm. a million times before, and I think the monster just didn't really scare me because it it, mm-hmm. it follows has the thing of if it catches you it gets you whereas yeah. this like. You're just dead. like you're, you're like dead. yeah well yeah. well and just like it sort of is around it's just chilling it's like hey i'm fucked up but it's like after what is it like four days or something yeah then you kill yourself uh, or you however long you can last in it yeah 
But you know, I mean, any scene where the smiling thing is after her, there's no tension because it's like, well, if it gets her, oh, well, like, it already made her, like, kill her cat. Oh, yeah. Which was a weird, because, like, nobody behaved like a normal person. If like, it's A-Train's in it, yeah. he's, he's just chilling there. Like. <laughs> and he's like, did you kill our cat? And he says it, like, so casually. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. And nothing happens. Like, like, like I, I was <laughs> like, these people think she's capable of murdering their cat, putting it in a present and giving it to her like nephew true there was no consequences for that yeah it's weird i was like what it should have been sectioned at that point yeah (laughs) like what that is fucked up like i thought they were going to be like oh there was the um house alarm is it a stalker i thought was and they were going to think she's losing her mind and it's just a stalker that's Mm. like messing with her as in that's what the normal people think but in reality we know it's the weird smiling demon um but yeah, I just, um, nothing was, like, achieved in the movie. Yeah. It's just, like, we, they do that thing I don't like, which I'm glad It Follows doesn't do, where they, they like, let's trace the curse back. And it was, like, I don't really care, though. <laughs> like, mm. I want to see you, like, survive it. Do you survive? The only movie I've liked that in is Ring, like. That's the only, the original curse movie where it's like, let's trace the curse back and figure out where it came from. That's the only movie where I've liked that in. Like, I like that in It Follows, it's like, this guy gave it to her and we don't delve back to like, oh yeah, I caught off this person who caught off this, like. Yeah. Because it doesn't, that's not scary (laughs) at the end of the day. So when she was like researching it all, I was like, you're spending a lot of time doing this. And then it it doesn't even fucking matter. She just fucking dies. Yeah. I was like, oh, (laughs) I go two hours of my life. <laughs> like I don't know. Like some, I mean, Ring does that, but like, it didn't. That's so. Early. That's like nineties, the original, and two thousands, the remake. So it like starts it, where it's like, oh, you think they beat the curse, but they didn't. And they didn't. Yeah. Like it's kind of original then, whereas now it's like, oh, she thought she beat the curse, but like obviously she didn't. And <laughs> she gets eaten by. Yeah, that was cool. That was a cool visual. I thought that was yeah. I thought that was quite But even then, it was just a tall dude from It Follows. It was just a tall dude. But when it, like, turns into... Pennywise. Yeah, that was good. When it, like, pulls its... That, yeah. that was kind of cool. But, yeah, as I said, every scene I was just like, I've seen this in this movie. Mm. So, yeah, I didn't... It didn't really... I want to know, what was the scene that you thought was, like, so fucked up? The ending. Oh, the ending. Yeah. Okay. When it, like, pulls its face. Off. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> just visually. I visually, was... yeah, I see. I thought... I would, because I was wondering, I was like, is there a scene where, like, it, like, does something really weird? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And that was the closest got where, where I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool visual. And I, it, it looked, I think it was practical, because I saw there were, like, puppeteers yeah. in the credits. Yeah. And it looked good. It didn't look like a piece of shit CGI. You know, like, uh, when you would see, like, I've not seen Grave Encounters, but you know the t- trailer where it's like, and the CGI face comes on, and you're like, that's not scary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know I think it's where my expectations were low mine like, were I got too. like a decent horror nah but it wasn't that bad like it, it was just pair like oh yeah it, as I said it wasn't dog shit I just was bored mm. and like we'll never think about this movie again I had to look <laughs> in my notes and go oh smile I forgot I forgot about smile <laughs> um, yeah I, I I did turn a bit more negative on it because 
just where I had to keep reminding myself it existed. Mm. I was like, oh, that fucking movie. I need to talk about that on the pod. <laughs> um, the other scene I liked was where it was like in the closet talking to her when she's in bed. That was cool. Which part? What, um... Where she's laying in bed in the dark and it's like, I forget what her name is. And it's like calling her. Oh, yeah. That was cool. And she just like turns over. Like that was so realistic because I was like, yeah, that's you what just... I would fucking do. Like, <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> And that was kind of a... Re- I've not seen that in a movie. That There you go. I had one original scene. One original idea. But, We're putting in boys. Yeah, I, I think the, the other thing is just like someone smiling isn't very scary. I know, but... And that was my thing. Like, when I saw the trailers, I was like, that's such like a... You know, like, if you're like... When you're like... Well, we, we need to think of like a scary thing. No. Uh, it smiles. Well, like, when you're 15, you're like... You'd be, oh. you'd be like, oh boys, what if you like woke up and there's just someone smiling? Yeah, <laughs> you know well, I mean? the like, smiling man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally it's, that. It's like such a thing. <laughs> well, and like, so I was like, you know, oh, what's something people can easily replicate? Like, you know what I mean? A bit like standing in the corner in Blair Witch, or like, oh, you want to freak out your friends? You just start smiling bookily at them. Mm. But yeah, it had good marketing. After. Oh yeah, marketing, I, and I like the, I like when horror movies make money. Yeah, um, yeah. We've we, had a lot of horrors in October, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. None of them were very good, unfortunately. I Although Barbarian, s- I've heard is sick. Yeah, which I, I need, need to watch, watch that. That um, looks. That looks. Popular. Yeah, the trailer for that looked fucked up, mm. um, in a good way. <laughs> um, yeah, because obviously recently with COVID and that, we haven't really had a chance for any like horror movies at the cinema so oh i started that uh midnight club the mike flanagan thing any good it's okay i think uh i think my thing is like midnight mass was so good this just isn't as yeah this is more like uh haunting of hill house or whatever where is this okay because I like Mike Flanagan. I like his style. I like how like deep his stuff is. Like um I went I went to my barber's. I was super hungover as well. Like so imagine being sat there with the fucking this in my ear like that. That was a mistake. <laughs> but we were t- he watches a lot of TV and he'd he was recommending it to me, Midnight Club. And I was like, "Oh, have you seen Midnight Mass?" He was like, "No." And I was like, "Oh, it's so good, man. You need to watch it." And then we started talking about Mike Flanagan's horror stuff. And, you know, it's it just lends you to them conversations where we start having a fucking deep conversation about, like, what happens when we die? Are ghosts <laughs> real? Is heaven real? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Mike Flanagan's stuff, like, makes you think about, like, life. Yeah, yeah. In a way that a lot of horror stuff doesn't, where it's just like, blah. Well, I, I guess, like... Which I look, like. Yeah, yeah. Because when you look at Hill House, like, a lot of people like that because it was, like... It's like a personal story mm. about the family. It like starts with like the suicide of like the youngest sibling, does it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the episode one. Yeah, it's a thing he sees a ghost because it mm. ends with that mm. great jump scare where she just screams in his face, and you're like, "Ooh, <laughs> what is this show?" Yeah, and ultimately, I think Hill House is very good. I just think it kind of fumbles at the end a little bit. A little bit. Um, I need to watch Midnight Mass because like. <sighs> He did he did um Bly, did he do Bly Manor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like for me that wasn't it. For like, me, Bly Manor was okay. Mm. Um it was it had some moments that were much 
better than Hill House, but overall did not end up being as good, I don't think. I yeah. think there was a lot of eh in that show, whereas mm. Hill House was a lot of like really good stuff. And some good horror like, as well. Mm. And Midnight Club, I'm sort of waiting to see where it goes, because it's got this cool setup where it's sort of, it's in like a, is it a hostel? What do you call it? A hostel? Where like, a hospice. Hospice. Where like they're all dying. It's all these kids dying of like degenerative illnesses or terminal illnesses. It's set in like the 90s, I think. Um, and they all like gather and tell like horror stories to each other. At like midnight. Oh, that's midnight okay. club. But also there's like stuff going on in the place they're in. Like the hospice is like, there used to be a cult there. And like one of the girls is seeing ghosts. Like, you know, I'm sort of waiting to see where it goes. Um, and it's okay. Uh, I think the acting's very good as always. Like Flanagan knows how to direct. But yeah, I don't know. I, mm. I feel like some of it, his stuff is sometimes better when it's a, I don't even know, like, a bit less... Because, like, he can... I feel like sometimes he spells it out for you. You know what I mean? Like, a ghost a ghost is this, a ghost is that. Like, mm. he'll tell you... That it's a metaphor sort of thing, and you're a bit like, I, I okay, man, <laughs> I like, it. I get it. Yeah. Um, and his style is very wordy. You know what I mean? Like in Midnight Mass, there's like a, a 10 minute scene where the two people just like monologue about like what happens when we die. And it's like one of them's Christian and one of them's an atheist. So they give, and that's it. And you're riveted because it's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> um, whereas in some of his stuff, sometimes that doesn't work. I think where you're a bit like, okay, cool, man. But like, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why did I need that? Um, yeah, watch Midnight Mass. I think that um, I, I, will be hard to top for him. I think I should, yeah. Because yeah. I, did, I really enjoyed Hill House. I thought that was like a mm. strong show. I've, I I think Midnight Mass is way better than Hill House. Midnight Mass is like if Hill House didn't like fumble. That's good. To me. Because like, I didn't... I don't know. Because I mean, I went into Midnight Mass knowing nothing about it. I was like, oh, Mike Flanagan's new thing. I was like, I like Hill House. Blair Manor was okay. I'll watch this. And then I was like a few episodes in and I was like, I think this is a masterpiece. <laughs> I was like, I think this is the greatest thing he's ever made. I need to, yeah, I do. Because um, I didn't even know like what it was. Because hmm. um, you don't, do you? Not really. Not not apart from the conversations we've had. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because like I was like, is it a ghost thing? Like, is it like a weird cult thing? Like, what is it? Like, mm. and then when you realize, there's like an episode where you go, oh. And it's so like it where you, it, 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 suddenly all the places will fall into like it just makes all sense. the pieces will fall into yeah. place even, and you'll be like, oh shit, this is what it's a show about this, and you're like, that's fucking sick. Um, yeah, you do. You you're making me want to watch. it. I'm I telling you, it's will. the best thing. If you like Hill House, I don't see why you wouldn't. Like so long as you go in expecting like it's Mike Flanagan, it's going to be kind of slow burn, a lot of monologues. Like if you go in wanting that, like a good drama with mm. like horror elements. I think, yeah, yeah, easily the best thing he's done for me. I think it's also shorter than the others. Um, but yeah. Have you seen that Del Toro show on Netflix? No, I haven't. Have you? I've seen most of it. I think I'm like, what? I, don't think, there's, I think there's only like eight episodes. I was going to say, it's not super long. I've seen uh, like five of them. Good? It's... M mixed yeah mixed bag like i mean it's anthology isn't it? yeah like each episode is a different director mm. 
but like some of it is cool. Yeah. Like some of it is quite cliched. Oh really? But um, there's a few cool ideas in there. Like okay, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's because uh, I know some are like adaptations of other stories, of, like, like short stories. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've been meaning to. I think I'll finish Midnight Club then. Mm. Because where that was sort of... It's not as much an anthology thing, but there is an anthology element to it. Mm. I was a bit like, am I just going to be watching two <laughs> anthology shows at once? <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I I, I do want to give it... I mean, it's Del Toro at the end of the day. Like, I'll give it a watch purely for yeah. that. Yeah, so, some, of it, some of it is quite, like, cool mm. and different. Yeah, I know some of the directors in there. I was like, ooh. Mm. Um yeah I'd, I'd recommend just as like something to watch from the side yeah yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't groundbreaking but yeah yeah don't go in expecting like well i mean it because i already would just because i knew he wasn't like personally directing them yeah all, he's so more just like, like he's kind of like presenter right yeah soon? as it, like kind of like the twilight zone yeah yeah goosebumps <laughs> yeah or <laughs> a tales from like, the crypt sort of yeah thing. yeah he's that guy okay yeah. i'll um i mean yeah i was definitely gonna give it a watch anyway but yeah i'll need to get actually on that um, you still haven't watched Andor, have you? No, no. I'm. Is it finished now? No, there's one. Next week is the last. On Wednesday, it's the last episode. No, I'm waiting. I'll wait till it's all out. Now I've waited long enough. Like, mm. I'll just say it's great. Uh, best, I've heard. I've heard best a lot thing, of good things about uh, it. Disney might have done with Star Wars. Interesting. It's, it's interesting that it's come from give like it a, the first three episodes and see, because they're kind of three episode arcs. So if you've not clicked by episode three, you've, the show's probably not going to click with you. Um, it's just crazy that like Rogue One is the best thing that Disney's done <laughs> with Star Wars, and that this show is an extension of that. For our audio listeners, I was <laughs> staring directly into the camera like it's fucking the office just then. Um, oh, let, let, let's um, shift into some video games then. Let's do it. Before we wrap up. Um, Silent Hill mm. 2, I should say, because apparently Remake. that's the only fucking game that exists in that franchise. Uh, we're getting a Silent Hill 2 remake. And you'll be glad to hear this. A new movie based on Silent Hill 2 that is a sequel to the original Silent Hill and has the same director. Wait, the film is a sequel to the second film? The the film is a sequel to the original two films that is adapting Silent Hill 2. Which were both crap. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also the same director. So don't worry. It will be crap. (laughs) It will be no better. And also, adapting Silent Hill 2 is bizarre because, like, you've already ruined it. Like, Pyramid Head is all over those first two movies. Like, what? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. For those of you that don't know, in Silent Hill, like, the monsters are, like, to simplify it, they're, like, a reflection of, like, your own horrors and stuff. And so the main character of the second game is being pursued for a lot of it by this pyra- this red pyramid thing um, because it is a s- symbolic of his desire to be judged da, 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 da. but that's in the other two movies so you can't do that because like it already exists it was in the first it's already yeah. a bloke that, and the second one 
He has a big fight scene where he fucking chops all the arms. I don't think I've ever seen in this 3D. Wow. He's got a big sword and he chops all their arms off because they're all reaching out of the cell doors and it's in 3D and you see his big sword in 3D and their arms fall <laughs> off in 3D. Because nothing says our franchise has life in it like doing a gimmicky 3D movie. Never gone wrong before. Just ask Friday the 13th Part 3D. Or Jaws 3D. <laughs> or Spy Kids. <laughs> oh, so they started. They started at ground level. Like we've got no ideas. <laughs> what a weird movie. Those thumb things could be in Silent Hill. I'll tell they you that. Them weird spooky. thumb people. Yeah. But yeah, so we're getting a remake of Silent Hill. Are we getting another game? We're also getting three new games. One of which is maybe a mobile game. I was a bit confused by it. But one is like a proper new. One is a one from a western developer and one is what Silent Hill F is a Japanese like which one is the remake Japan. another one so there's three full games we've got oh. Silent Hill 2 being remade by the people that did Layers of Fear which was like that PT ripoff game I was going to say weren't that like a free game on PlayStation <laughs> probably yeah Layers of Fear yeah it's about that artist that I think he like kills his family and makes like a painting out of him or some shit it just looked like PT but like why not paintings. just it's Konami yeah they're still yeah, 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 yeah. fumbling <laughs> I, I don't get why not remake the first game because number one Silent Hill 2 is like beloved so anything you do to it you're like shitting immediately why didn't they just do what an Evil did no they like yeah, they started from the first. And one. the first one is a PS1 game anyway, so you could get away with remaking it. Cuz it's only ever been on PS1. It's not on PC, it's not on I mean, really what they should have done is what Resident Evil does originally, which is just make good ports of your games so we can <laughs> play the original wrong, yeah. ones and then you can remake them as well if you really have to and I can ignore them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh just let it die. Just let it die. I mean, Silent Hill F could be but cool, f- but in my brain it just sounds like it didn't need to be a Silent Hill thing to begin with. Because it's like set in Japan, it's a prequel. I'm like, you could have just made a cool inspired by Silent Hill. Yeah, but this is Konami we're talking about. Like, Yeah. That one only excites me because at least it's Japanese people making it. Yeah. Whereas like no American has ever made a good Silent Hill thing. Because I mean, the whole thing... The whole appeal is like it's set in America, but it's made by Japanese people. So already there's like a base layer of like weirdness to it. Yeah. Like before you get into like, that's the appeal is it's like a Japanese approach to like Western horror. And like every Western made game, (laughs) they turned it into hostile real quick. (laughs) I don't know. With like a Konami have like, they got Metal Gear and they got Silent Hill. Yeah. And Metal Gear Survive. Uh, but it's like you have two like massive franchises <laughs> both of which had Kojima's involvement enough, so why obviously yeah. we were supposed to get Silent Hills and he's he is like the perfect man if you told me I mean look how high I don't was. know I think he would be because the thing is Silent Hill can be quite subtle mm. and Kojima is about as subtle as like a jackhammer to your forehead yeah, true. Which is the appeal, like. But I like. I I would like to have seen Silent Hills because Pete and you know it would have been like weird. At least it yeah, would have been. Yeah, at least like, it would have been different. Weird. I yeah. will give it that. Because, because the playable teaser was cool. You, did you ever play Pete? No, I've, uh, 
I've seen like a playthrough, mm. but I never played it. Yeah, no, because I remember playing it. And, and I was that like, was this is cool. Yeah. But the thing is, everyone loves that teaser, but that teaser wasn't necessarily even like representative of the game. No, I thought that was like a tech demo. Yeah, but like, would the game have even been first person? Like, you know, it, it's like Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> it's like PT is cool. So people were excited for Silent Hills, but Silent Hills wouldn't have necessarily been like PT. So it's like a weird, like... Maybe, but I, I mean, it at least shows... He had a vision. Good, yeah, and like... I'll give him that. The horror stuff looked quite cool. Yeah, yeah. In, Even in if demo. a lot of it... I d like, didn't feel very Silent Hilly, but was that deliberate? Because it was a playable teaser that you weren't mm. meant to immediately know was Silent Hill. Like, I don't know. I would have liked to have seen it. He had a good team. Like, Del Toro I was involved... Junji Ito was apparently going to like do monster Which is, design. That's big. Fucking that's the big. goat. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Genuinely. Um, but my thing was like, I think people took it. I think PT now like people view it differently. It's but, like mythical. But at the time, it's like, like it I in anything. And influence wise, PT is the most influential horror game maybe ever. Like it spawned yeah, a whole right. genre of like walking around a house and a ghost lady yeah. tries to get you. But my thing was like, at the time. It was a playable demo showcasing, like, the technology. Yeah. With a Silent Hill reveal at the end. So, oh, you played our teaser. By the way, we're now going to make a Silent Hill game. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yes, the game probably wouldn't have been that. But, like, but it, it, it showcased... It's a proof of concept. It's yeah, like, okay. exactly. Um, and, like, Kojima, like, apart from... I've never played Death Stranding, but... Has he really missed? Like... Depends. As I said, I I would have liked to have seen him do horror just because it's something different. Because mm. like even Death Stranding still looks like a military espionage thing. Yeah. Like it I doing mean, something different with it, but there's still army men in there. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I mean, like it could have been like a Metal Gear spinoff. Yeah. It looks it's a lot of similar like visual visually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And dialogue wise and naming wise and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So so like PT would on Silent Hills. Or at least would have been intriguing that way. But they're, they're Konami, no, they're, even now, they like the Silent Hill 2 teaser starts with like a cockroach on the ground. Mm. And I'm like, bro, you cancelled that game. You can't hype people up. Yeah. And you're remaking Silent Hill 2. Fuck off. I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's just nothing I want to see less than a remake of Silent Hill 2. Why like, It's already perfect. True. Like... That game works because a mixture of like it's kind of janky, and that like adds to the level of like there's a lot of weirdness in there. Well, it's and I don't want to. I especially don't want to see like Bloober Team doing like who gives us like this is like one of the, this is like if you gave like one of the best like I don't know you gave the remake of The Godfather to like I don't even know what game like some they random do? dude who who were the studio that are doing the so Bloober team they did Layers of Fear they did uh, right. that what's it is it called the I can't remember what it's called but it was basically a Silent Hill style thing where there was like a, a normal world and a weird fucked up world it's called the medium um, and yeah I don't know they just nothing about them screams passion it just screams like money I want money <laughs> I'd have been more excited if they were like, Konami were like, we got the original Silent Hill team back together and like are letting them make a game. Except they wouldn't do that because they stopped because they were like, the story's over. <laughs> it's finished. <laughs> Silent Hill's over. 
Uh, some of them have come back to like oversee the remake, but like, oversee. I don't know. What does that mean? Like at the end of the day, are they just going to be like, yeah, it looks good? I'm not being funny. Akira Yamaoka, who did the music, has done the music for like all the Silent Hill things, and like that doesn't mean it'll be good. Like, okay, the music will be cool, hmm. but like I'm pretty sure he does the movies. And you know what? Why are they making another film though? Because Silent Hill. They they literally looked at Resident Evil and went, oh, they're making a lot of money. Yeah. Can we do that? They, Let, yeah, let's they, remake. They literally copied them. Like more films and a remake of like uh, the, of best the second one. game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. A bit um a bit lame, I think. Mm. As I said, Silent Hill F I'm like mildly excited for because I'm like at least it's something different. I just want like weird good horror games. Mm. Yeah, so I, I I want something to like challenge Resident Evil because I think that'll make them keep making better games. Because I mean, they're the only ones. Like yeah. and eight was like From what you say, a fucking masterpiece. And it's like the probably it's very weird. And, and I mean, the different. influence PT had on Resident Evil 7. Yeah. And even yeah, 8 yeah. with the weird Because they even did the same thing as PT, where it's like, here's a playable teaser. Yeah, like, yeah. In a, like, weird dingy house in its first person and, yeah. like, super realistic looking. Like, yeah. PT was, like, so good it made Resident Evil go, like, oh, shit, let's make horror games again. And then, like, they just Konami are now, like, oh, shit, let's make <laughs> horror games again. <laughs> Let's remake our best one. Yeah. Let's make another film. That is also the best one. Like, we'll make a sequel that is... I don't fucking know. Who cares about another... Just reboot it. That would have got me more excited. If they were like, yeah, we're rebooting. We're doing the first game, a movie. Again. But, like, properly this time. They're not going to be weird Christians. Yeah. (laughs) The idea extends so far. Like the concept of Silent Hill, mm. you could do like a lot of things with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, there is so much creative potential. In, it's a town that like shows you your worst nightmares. Yeah. Uh, it's core, and there's like sometimes a cult involved, sometimes like whatever you want to get down to. The core of Silent Hill is the town. It's a foggy town that has weird monsters in it that are like reflections of yours or someone else's nightmares. Cool. Is the second film, like, related to the game? Yeah, it's sort of a loose adaptation of the third game, which is a direct sequel to the first game. So it sort of makes sense. And, like, does it all but, like, shit. <laughs> and it's in 3D. Why? What do you mean, why? Why? It didn't even come out in, like, that yeah, weird 3D era. Off and, like, the fingers fly <laughs> the screen. I thought 3D was, like, that weird 90s gimmick. Such no, but remember, there was that brief period where it was like Clash of the Titans oh, after Avatar. True. Is that yeah, yeah? Whereas everything's got to be three D and My Bloody Valentine three D Piranha three double D. Yeah, that three oh, D goes through like weird cycle. There was one in like I think the fifties where it was like really I was because Jaws three D was like nineties. Yeah, yeah, or like early or yeah early nineties late eighties one or the other. And so, yeah, it's weird. 3D, like, comes back every, like, 20 years or so. So it's I'll see you gimmick, in though. 2030 when it's 3D. 3D, man. Well, they're trying to push that 4D on us at the moment. And I will Whatever refuse to ever watch a movie where every now and again I get sprayed with water. Just relax. 
What happens during Black Panther 2? Do they just drown me when they're in... <laughs> not whatever they renamed Atlantis to? I can't remember what it's called. Because I, I guess they didn't want Aquaman comparisons. Name more? Yeah, any Namor. good? Any good? Uh, he's cool until he does the, like, standard MCU. I was on your side, but now I want to, like, murder babies thing. And then you're like... Uh, okay. He... I don't know why they keep doing that where it's like I'm a very relatable character until we talk for five minutes and I reveal I actually want to like murder the planet oh like Wanda yeah like yeah. Wanda or like the the lady in Falcon and Winter Soldier or like yeah, yeah. <laughs> any number of like <laughs> people say Killmonger but I was like no Killmonger was always kind of an op like and even then like you can see an argument <laughs> for Killmonger yeah but like he was always like a murderer. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. that. To me, the MCU thing is where it's like, I'm a good person, except I w- I'm happy to like kill everyone. And you're <laughs> like, oh, okay, we're, we're at this part of the movie where like the villain is revealed to be the one person the villain was always going to be. It's like, it's either that or they're just like a generic villain. Mm. That's the only two villains the MCU really does. There's nothing lot. else. You know that guy, uh, you know in the, the Incredible Hulk? Who Tim Roth? No, no, no. Uh, he's the one that uh, he he's teased as. Oh, the leader, villain. yeah, the leader, he's coming yeah. back. He's for, coming back. Yeah. In is it Thunderbolts or Captain America? Might be Thunderbolt. I can't. Is he like the villain thereof? But yeah, he's coming back after like yeah. 10, 12, after 13 years. Van Forstick as well. He was in that as another villain. He uh, was set up to be the Mole Man, but like I think he just fucking died in a reshoot. Oh, uh, Mole Man. Yeah. Wonder who they'll like do for the, like the guy from Incredibles. Yeah, yeah. What's the his name? Underminer. <laughs> Talk about an unneeded sequel. Incredibles two. I've never seen it. Keep it that way. <laughs> just, Didn't need it. Do you like the first one? I love the first it's one. It's that again, but not as good. Yeah. Except rather than him going and like doing superhero antics, she does. It's literally just that it's like control like whatever to replace text Mr. Incredible changed to Mrs. Incredible and vice versa the animation is fantastic though I'll give it that like you can see like the individual hairs on like Mr. Incredible's arm it's That's like crazy cool. like the difference between that and the original mm. is crazy good. yeah obviously although I don't think it's it's definitely not my top three Pixar probably is fifth what is your top, top three? Five. Top three is for me is Toy Story Two, Monsters Inc. Up. Up is Up is good for modern Pixar as well. Like undefeated for me. Toy Story. Like the sort of post Cars era where they start having misses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I prefer two to one Toy Story wise. Same probably. Yeah, you know, you get the fucking airport yeah, chase, yeah. like... Oh, yeah, yeah. They, the the Alstoy barn. <laughs> What's yours? I don't know, you know. I don't know. I do really like... Incredibles, I've got, like, nostalgia for. Same. I watched that And film, it's like, superheroes, so I do like, yeah. like it from that perspective. Because mm. uh, what else? Uh, what else is Pixar? It's Finding Nemo Pixar. Yep. That's a good one, That's man. probably fourth. Yeah, that's a goaded one. That's the thing... 
That's the thing they had for they a while. Though. They had the world in their bomb. Yeah. And every now and again, they come out. You're like, oh, Inside Out. That was a great movie. That was decent, yeah. I, just, what have they done recently, though? I haven't, because they've all gone straight to Disney+. Plus. They did that. Oh, well, Is it Soul? That. I saw that. It was okay. They did that. They did... Uh, Wally, they Luke. did. Yeah, Wally. Wally's a sleeper. Wow, that's sleeper. that's not the rated one. <laughs> It's a sleeper. Sleeping on Wally. Yeah. I think the first half of Wally is great. When they get to the spaceship full of humans, yeah, like lose me a bit. Because the animation's so good, then you see like these cartoonish like humans. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know. It just doesn't gel with like the re- and, and there's like live action bits. I don't know, it's kinda of weird. Mm. But that first half where it's just him and the Eva. Eva chilling. What a just give me that as a short film him <laughs> him and her falling in love on the trash planet <laughs> all his little junk junk house thing <laughs> great movie what a vibe do you want to quickly tackle MW2 at all have you played it not properly okay. so I'd rather save it for okay. the next pod just so I can play the campaign Okay, I was going to say, you're going to play the campaign. Yeah. I'll give you then just my quick first impressions of Warzone. Let's do it. Just to close out the pod. Um, Warzone 2 even. I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, I, I will admit, I've, this was one session and I was having like issues with my microphone that were kind of distracting me for bits of it. Because like, I didn't realise there's a microphone in the controller of the PS5. Yeah. And I think it was getting confused between that and my microphone I'd plugged in so it kept like dropping out and it was very jarring the map's okay I need to play it more to get more of a feel for it um I just I, the gulag is d- terrible what what is what an awful change so it's 2v2 and halfway through the jailer drops in who's like a juggernaut and if you kill him you'll escape I think <laughs> but like the 2v2s aren't your teammates so you're with a random player. So the two, that guy can die and you kill the other two and he still gets to respawn to his team. Even though he dies in a 2v2. Yeah, and even though like you carried the team, you're basically helping another team get their player back. Why did they make it 2v2? I don't know. I get it if like you just so happen to die at the same time, but like the chances of that happening are quite high. Or well, sorry, quite low. Like, how many like of your whole team wiping and also loading into the same gulag? Like, no, I know, but and also because it's two v two, you get more cheap gulags where like it just releases you after a minute because it couldn't find four people. Yeah, why would you make it two v two though? No, it defeats the whole point. And it's just, like, overcomplicated. Mm. Like, the goo, the gulag was simply... It was in the showers. It was a simple, like, three-lane thing. With, well, like, it's, no... it was meant to... That's... Yeah, like... This has, like, different levels, and it's so distracting. And, yeah, then this juggernaut AI drops in and, like, has a chain gun. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? From what I've seen... And it's pistols only because you respawn with a pistol. So how do you kill a juggernaut with a pistol? Is he, like, oh, that's the point. easy he's, to kill? No, he's beefy. I've never managed it. And I died a lot because I'm shit. <laughs> My thing is like, from what I've seen, they're just they've just overcomplicated uh, it. All of it, looting is bare long. Like, oh. but I don't know why you overcomplicate. I thought the whole idea was it was accessible. 
to me is uh, i'll give it a few more sessions but yeah initial impression i was like this is way too complicated that's worrying yeah but we'll see i mean the beauty of warzone is you can tweak it so we'll see i mean we'll have a session we'll come back next pod with like a bit more yeah but... yeah i need to i need to play it mm. to be fair i haven't really played it at all yeah i was gonna say i haven't played the multiplayer to be fair i've only played i finished the campaign and yeah warzone 2 thoughts on the campaign thought it was quite whack but the best thing to come out of it is the ghost, <laughs> the ghost memes. <laughs> <laughs> you know why because he looks fucking ridiculous yeah he lo- it's trying to tell this like serious war story then it'll just cut to that dude in his halloween <laughs> costume his eyes look so weird as well like i don't know why they got rid of the shades yeah there's also yeah, yeah. two call of duty ghosts references in what way? Just there, tell me. <laughs> there's one mission where it's you're on a rope and you're outside the building shooting in, just like in Call of Duty Ghosts. And there is a scene where, for reasons, you're not like Task Force 141. And it's like, who are we? And Captain Price throws 600 balaclavas down and goes, we're ghost team. And everyone wears... The ghost masks. And you become ghosts. So ghost cannon. Hesh, Logan... Get the band back together. I was like, oh my... When he did it, I was laughing. I was like, Call of Duty Ghosts, <laughs> of all things. <laughs> the one COD game. <laughs> oh. What a what Is a there game. like a... Uh, no Russian type mission? No. No. I didn't think they would. They, they like... Uh, the after credits scene teases it, but it's dumb. So the campaign wasn't good. Yeah, no, because it's weird. Because it, it feels like Warzone is canon, but nobody wants to like mention it because it was fucking ridiculous. Is that guy from the first game in the second one? Who? The American. No. Even though you meet Farah, the... She's in it. Rebel. She's in it for one mission to be like, hey, remember Modern Warfare 1? How it sort of felt like a total reboot that didn't really need Captain Price and that in... It's like this game's the opposite. This game has like everyone from Modern Warfare Two in it except Makarov. Like Shepard's there, Shepherd. and it's so dumb because the second Shepard shows up, you're like, "Well, that's the villain," and he is. Oh, spoiler okay. alert: Shepard betrays you. Does he kill Ghost? No, because Ghost is too marketable. We can't kill Ghost. We've all got to become Ghost in one mission. <laughs> what do you mean you can't kill Ghost? <laughs> that meme of him in the car. <laughs> I'm telling you, but there's like 600 scenes like that because every time it cuts to Ghost, you're like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And also, his thing looks stupid though because it's like a mask and he has skeleton gloves. He has gloves as well. He's got like a full Halloween costume. Why could it not have just been a belly like it is? Like in the original, because that one scene where the everyone. He has it then, and he looks way better. Well, oh, everyone wears a belly. Yeah, it's yeah, even because Ghost takes off his ghost mask and goes. We're ghost team, and he puts on. His voice is better than Warzone. I'll give him that. Do you see his face? No, because it's ghost. Yeah, yeah. And like everyone just like fucking wanks off Ghost the whole campaign. Price is in so, it though. Like, yeah, breads him. Yeah, yeah. Price is in it. So, um, who do you play as? Soap, Gaz, and uh, these Mexican special forces. I think that's it. I think it's just three. Apart from one mission where you play someone else. Um, Did you like the first campaign though? You... I thought it was okay. I think... Um, I, I thought they should have just like rebooted totally. 
mm. and like not had price or anyone in it and just done like yeah is it a sequel to the original three sure doesn't really matter it was like this is gritty but then it like and this one is like not this is like over the top because even the first one like towards the end it gets over the yeah top. yeah yeah that's the thing and like there's no like clean house there's no mission like that in this uh. where you're just like sick I don't know. It's just kind of too over the top. And the original Modern Warfare 2 is over the top, but it just sticks with it. Mm. Whereas this, like, tries to occasionally be like, oh, gritty, there's, like, fucking war crimes happening. And da, 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 da. and you're like, bruv, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it, did, it, it didn't really land for me. I was a bit disappointed. But I will be playing the third one just to see where it goes. Yeah, I, I need to play it. I don't know. I just haven't had the time, but... Ghosts, we're ghosts. Logan and Hesh, put them in it. Infinity Wars, you fucking get Why not? Why not? Put why the not? robot from Infinite Warfare in there yeah. as well. Yeah, oh, no, what, what a goat. <laughs> Best character in the game. I cried when he died. I didn't cry, but I it was emotional. emotional when he died. That it was, was a great like campaign. In space, and it was way better than it had any right to be. And he's like, "Am I dying?" Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. In the fields, and everyone's getting banged. You're like, "Ah, oh, shit." And then you have the little. Well, whilst the credits are playing it like mm. gives everyone a little in, in this campaign Ghost would like fly in and save you and go it's me Ghost <laughs> do you remember Modern Warfare 2 I died in that but don't worry I'm not dying they, I've got to be on the, all the billboards for this game yeah because he's like the cover art he's yeah, everything I'm telling you everyone brings him and, and also he's I hate it they do that thing where Americans just don't get British slang because at one point Soap goes it's pissing it down and Ghost is confused what that means. And I'm like, there's not a British person on Earth that doesn't know what it's pissing it down means. Especially where Ghost is meant to be like a rugged, like, oh, I'm a British guy. Like, he, he sounds like he goes down like the pub and has a couple pints when he's not working. Like, he's pissing it down. And probably would like, this Ghost would probably get in a fist fight and murder someone. He's <laughs> bit disturbed he's not going guitar no he's going guitar let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) but what he does there i can't vouch for he this ghost gives me some hate crime vibes i don't know (laughs) kind of disturbed me the original ghost is just like i'm ghost it's me i've got the same voice as gaz and he like cracks some jokes and then dies whereas this ghost is like we should have left those marines to die in the first mission and you're like damn fuck me (laughs) dark yeah and then he sat in the back of the car (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you you could take any scene with him in though and make a meme like that like it is genuinely hilarious because it it just cuts to him and and i guess you're meant to see his reaction but he's wearing a mask (laughs) i I don't know what it is but his eyes they look so like out of place it must it's the mask done with life and it's just like Ah, uh, what a game. What a game. I think we'll wrap it up there, though. Yes, we'll talk about it properly next pod. Yeah, Once yeah, I've I was going to say, when, we're, when I've, like, played some more Warzone, certainly I'd like to see our thoughts on it. And yeah, yeah. Obviously, you'll play the campaign a bit, um, and we'll have a proper discussion then. Mm. Um, but until then, make sure you uh, follow us, subscribe, all of that lovely stuff. We're on instagram and tiktok uh, don't start a podcast you can also find us like streaming everywhere if you don't like videos <laughs> if you do like videos you can follow uh, subscribe on youtube uh with don't start 
in brackets, a podcast everywhere. So, yeah. Um, I think that's it. Um, Until next time. Until next time. Peace. Uh, Peace.